0: Hello and welcome to the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. Here we are again. Apparently Ubisoft is doing their Not Any 3 conference.
1: Motherfucker.
0: So, this week we're back to Fallout 76. Yeah, it's been great. Definitely made some improvements. I mean, you know. I definitely lost some... Purchases from you know when I first started playing. He can't stop playing it, and he can't stop bitching about it. It's pretty Pretty funny game
1: already, and uh, you
0: know. Alright, question for you: These fucking vertibots that are flying around with the cargo bot that's supposed to drop something for you—how do you get the cargo bot to drop that shit?
1: I think you shoot it.
0: Well, they're not hostile.
1: I think that's the point.
0: Can't shoot it.
1: Can't. Oh, well, I guess you gotta wait for where it lands, then. Probably drop at a certain position.
0: Anyway, there's still some bugs that are weird, like the one I just experienced, where, like, you hit the sprint button and your gun shoots.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good one.
0: And, you know, getting stuck at terminals, having Alt-F4, and fucking waiting for the AI to... Fix their pathing and they don't, so they just get stuck there. And friendly you can't progress.
1: robots just deciding to murder you randomly or start shooting your base. That's a fun one.
0: Yeah.
1: That's why I've decided to upgrade all my turrets to fucking rocket launchers. Go fuck those robots.
0: Yeah, I gotta get some of them perks. Fuck my ass. So, what did you, what's on your list to talk about?
1: Uh, you mean in just general? You said you made a list about Fallout a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some shit to talk about. I got some shit to complain about. Yeah, standard operating procedure. Uh, My wife won't leave me alone in the middle of a podcast. That's another thing we could talk about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's annoying. Watching. I'm
1: trying to keep an eye on the Ubisoft. Uh, conference and see what the fuck is going on here. I don't know what I'm watching. Seems to be... So, oh, this is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Well, that looks fucking cool. It looks very... Um, uh, this is going to happen where we're going to be talking about something, and then we're going to get interrupted and talk about what we're seeing. The The Valhalla stuff looks really good. I'm, I'm getting Assassin's Creed 3 vibes in terms of the outworld outdoors content. Uh, but there's also like, um, I mean, anybody that's played the new Assassin's Creed games understands that it's kind of like Witcher Light, and this looks a lot like The Witcher. Um, it also looks, I would, I would say it's very similar to. Um, oh God, I lost my thought process. I'm trying to watch it and talk about it at the same time. There's, I don't know, there's a lot of cool shit going on here. Oh, it's Elder Scrolls. I get a Skyrim feel to this. Um. Really cool, massive assaults, where you're going to attack castles and shit that are heavily guarded. Uh, it looks like they're kind of touching on the war between the Vikings and the Christian uh, English at that time period. If anybody, if you've ever watched the show Vikings, Vikings is loosely based off of historic uh, shit revolving around um, that Vikings. time period. Well, that time period specifically when they started to interact with the English. Um, so I don't know. Looks pretty interesting. Looks like you could play as male or female, just like the previous ones. And the male and All female right, characters two. are kind of <laughs> the male and female characters have their own voice actors and shit like that. Very similar to Mass Effect. You yeah, know, Mass Effect was doing that shit decades ago. Um, let's see if they give a release date here. November seventeenth. So November seventeenth is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's that signs up. That lines up with the the leak, and it's also the same day as Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So that's Ooh. kind of a big mistake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's if it doesn't get pushed back again. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, a game like uh, Assassin's Creed is one of those games that I don't really buy. Outright anymore from their launch, you know. It's too much.
0: The games have gotten too big for me. Like I, I liked Assassin's Creed, but I like being able to put like a week into it, and well, they're like even unlock all the shit now. and then be done with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're like, like a, I don't want like to commit Witcher
1: games now, so they're even bigger. Like you could put two months or so into that game and not really even be finished with it. So um uh they're gonna gonna, all right last thing they're sharing here at the end what is this oh this is gonna be far cry right yeah this is gonna be far cry yeah this this leaked actually far cry leaked a lot of information about it um yeah this is definitely far cry you know (sighs) And you know this kind of goes right into what to my list so I'm not even worried about it being what they're talking about right now I'm not even going to watch this trailer because uh everything with this trailer has been leaked uh people have already seen this trailer the Hong Kong PlayStation Store leaked it by accident and of course as soon as it leaked people just uploaded it everywhere and uh I think it was in French or something like that but Hopefully they talk about gameplay is. a little bit, and it's not just a trailer. Because the problem with Far Cry is like, like Assassin's Creed. Far Cry needs to kind of be reconstructed in a new manner. I, I'm not. I understand there's people out there that are like, I love Far Cry games, and I want them to stay the same, and I just want more of the same. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'd be cool if it stayed the same too. But it just at this point, it all runs together, and it, there's no uniqueness from game to game. Each game feels like the same one, even in terms of storytelling. uh, I think the Far Cry 5 was pretty unique uh, because the story was just kind of had like a uniqueness to it with the whole um, religious cult and getting into the ideals of the bombs dropping and shit like that. I really like Far Cry 5, actually. Yeah, that was really good. But if you play Far Cry 4 and Far Cry 3 and and even, like, the spinoffs, aside from Blood Dragon, they all kind of feel the same in terms of story. It's always the same old plot of fucking, you know, here comes a fucking dictator and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, so, like... Uh, what do we got from Ubisoft here? We got a uh, Far Cry 6 right now. Um, I think it leaked and Ubisoft handled it pretty well. They released like a a trailer with the villain lighting a cigar. The villain is named Anton uh, Castillo or something like that. I would just go off my notes. Uh, plot plot description mentions island of Yara, a fictional fictional tropical paradise frozen oh God, in time, meant to possibly mimic tropical a shit again. A Cuban setting, yeah, exactly, right. It's it's like the that's what I liked about five is it wasn't tropical. It was set in like a state in America, and it felt good. And it's they're going back to tropical like three of their fucking games, four of their games were tropical. Like, why are we going back to tropical again? It's whatever. I'll I'll get to that in a second. So Anton, uh, the, the main protagonist, antagonist, uh, sorry, not antagonist. Why I keep saying that is he an antagonist, whatever the villain.
0: It's the dude from Mandalorian, right?
1: Yeah. It's the, it's, uh, I'm just trying to find his name here in my notes. Cause I wrote the name down. Um, I think his name is Castillo. Anton Castillo. He's a Castro type dictator of the island. I-, I think Bernie Sanders is like his sidekick guy because, you know, he made education better. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he talks to his young son in this trailer named Diego, who is, uh, following in his bloody footsteps to restore the country to its name. It's glory, former glory. um, you play as a local man named Danny Rojas or Rojas. You're a guerrilla soldier fighting for freedom, employing makeshift weapons vehicles Harambe and enemies to burn the tyrannical regime to the ground. <laughs> uh, the game will receive a free PlayStation 5 upgrade if you buy it on PS4 at launch, and it will have a two-player multiplayer mode, similar to previous titles. But yes, it's the the villain is played by the same actor who's in Breaking Bad. Uh I think his name is Giancarlo Esposito. He's the the headline villain villain. Um it just it's I'm just Personally, I'm kinda bored of the whole South American uprising against dictators thing in in video games. Uh, Ubisoft does it all. I know the they do it with fucking ghost recon and like everything. Drug Max pain. Oh,
0: they South didn't do that. Yeah. But still like I, I, that's like the worst fuck. I fucking hate like central South American jungle settings. I don't know what yeah, it it's is about. Not
1: interesting. It's, it really isn't interesting at all. Do some stuff in the United States or Canada or Europe or hell, China, Asia, anywhere but fucking south america i'm so sick of it it's just it's so they've done it so much that it just feels tired you know it's it's as tired as the middle east used to be and listen here's the thing i feel like the crux of the issue is so many fucking south american countries installed dictator after dictator and the same goes with middle eastern countries and it's kind of tiresome Can we just kind of go back to huge white evil overlords for a little while to change up the pace again? (laughs) I mean, I'd ask for some African warlord shit, but uh, considering them a global threat is just too much of a... I'd have to suspend way too much disbelief for that. Uh, And, you know, it's really just too similar to South American dictators. That's why I'm not calling for African warlords. It's just the same shit. Africa, South America, the same fucking setting, basically. I just want yeah. some different settings. And I'm not necessarily asking for Germany or Russia either. I'd love to see China. I'd love to see Japan. I'd love to see anything like that. Well, Any it's always in Asia, like Indonesia, Indonesia. a bunch of fucking
0: shacks and shanty towns in some like fucking jungle or right. desert. It's like this is not fun. It's not fun to be here. Like
1: this sucks. is what's interesting about Assassin's Creed Valhalla is because you know, we're we're looking at a game that does like Middle East type not Middle East, sorry, Middle Ages type stuff. Like that's kinda cool. We don't get a lot of that anymore these days in video games. It's all like modernized or fucking Middle East this or whatever. It's just I don't know. I'd love to I'd love to go back to some stuff for a little while because I feel like that's just a thing. They also announced Watch Dogs Legion comes out uh, October 29th. Hey, it looks good. There's this John Wick character you can recruit that kind of sells it for me just because that's just kind of badass. But I'm, I'm definitely not going to buy it right away when it releases. It, like like usual with Ubisoft games, it's just one of those companies that produce games that you kind of go, yeah, that's cool. I'll buy it later down the line. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to buy it right away. A lot of their games feel that way for me.
0: Yeah. I don't know, like, even Far Cry New Dawn, the spinoff from Far Cry 5, I still didn't like that one as much as Far Cry 5. Like, the post-apocalyptic thing, but it was weird. It came out at a time, like, before Rage, and it was trying to do, like, the pink neon post-nuclear shit. Kind of like, it was weird. And all the guns you make were, like, you know, makeshift fucking guns.
1: Yeah, I hate that shit. I really hate that shit. I
0: mean even in Fallout when you make guns, you don't really make I mean you can make pipe
1: rifles. Well the shit, worst but... gun in the fucking game is the pipe rifle. <laughs> like no who yeah. really likes that weapon? If you like that weapon, there's something wrong with you, man. I just used it
0: for the thirty eight ammo and then I converted a real gun to use thirty eight ammo, so don't need that anymore. Fallout makes a lot more sense to me now. I don't remember if the game was set up like this at the beginning, but uh, now there's like end game reputation grinds and events and bosses.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a thing originally, but they didn't really expand on it to any heavy degree.
0: They added NPCs to the game, which, I mean, sure, it opens up your options for quests and stuff. for
1: a bunch. At least they, they didn't do to it. Feel it feel like the world like, was living.
0: Doesn't seem like they overdid it. It's like they're only in very specific places, or you run. Well, across their original them
1: reasoning was: if you play most Fallout games, take place three hundred years or so after the bombs drop. So you know, yeah, there's ghouls, and there's a bunch of life has returned to the wasteland because the bombs didn't drop all over the fucking united states every square inch there would be people that survive and people that wouldn't be radiated that survive and they would have you know survived for a long periods of time the, the whole point of the vault is you're supposed to be somebody that's not been touched by this shit you you hunkered down in a vault and you you've been living a life of of shit like that. i mean hell the second game the second fallout you don't even play as a vault dweller you play as the descendant of the vault dweller from the first game who's been living in a village in a fucking, uh, people that went back to being tribal. Um, I don't know. The game is like, I get what they're going with, with this game. Like, Hey, you know, you're not going to go out 20 years after on reclamation day and see a ton of fucking people. That's just not realistic. You know, everybody's kind of hunkering down and surviving off in outskirt areas. Here's the thing. If you live in a, in a city somewhere, <clears throat> you're likely going to be the target If you live in a big city like Seattle, Charlotte, uh, New York, something like that, you're likely going to feel the effects of atomic bombs in an atomic war. But if you live, you know, really far from the city, if you live in upstate New York, you're probably not going to experience that very heavily. You're you're gonna it's gonna happen. There might be some fallout that probably not in upstate New York because the way the wind uh, blows southward. You probably won't have any nuclear radiation raining down on you unless it's coming from, like, fucking Montreal and shit like that. I don't know geography. Uh, But uh, those people, you're not going to just go and do shit. You're not going to be like, all right, let's let's be raiders and go into the city. You're probably going to stay put where you were. And be like, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do our raider, raider stuff here in our local areas until we run out of resources and need to go and expand further uh, several decades later. And then you're going to have you know generations of people spawning from that. Some groups will die off. Some groups will make it. All these different variables that are going to happen uh, to the degree that you, you definitely wouldn't just... The area that Fallout 76 takes place in is pretty close you know i mean that's how they justified
0: it it. but i mean the real reason they didn't add npcs is because they didn't really know how to make it work in a multiplayer game like this like they normally do with their single player games where they you can see that well yeah like if you every time you end a quest that involves a person like i'll just meet you back at wherever right like there's, they don't walk out of the room or anything like that
1: like right well not only that but there's no real conversating it's not like you know, Star Wars, The Old Republic, where you and your friends can join in a conversation together and you both choose an option and the dice is rolled in the background and uh, whoever gets the highest dice roll basically gets to decide what that what line is said. You you don't get penalized for it. You still, you know, your, your choice is still considered for like terms of character growth, the light side, dark side shit. But, you know, what gets said verbally in that quest is up to your friend. Now, ultimately, most Bioware games these days—and it's probably true of the past—and I'm just misremembering it. Yeah, there's no real choices. You know, there there certainly are in like Mass Effect, where characters will die based off choices that you make. Um, but in Star Wars: The Old Republic, major characters aren't being killed off by you. It's more like secondary characters that don't really matter. And, it, you know, the choice of how you do things just comes down to presentation. Like, if you're a Sith Lord or something and you come up to a guy, you can be like, yeah, tell me the thing. Or you can, like, electrocute his stupid ass and tell him, you better fucking tell me the thing or else bitch kind of deal. You know, That's that's kind of how that goes. So, I mean...
0: Well, I mean, I never, it's it nice, it's nice to have people mind. around, especially when you're playing on a private server, but, I mean, I think it still kind of does away with the thing that I didn't like about the other Fallout games, but everyone else seemed to, is like the in-depth fucking conversations with NPCs and shit, where you ask them about their backstory, and you might get a side quest, and you're not really sure what's important and what's not, and you can sit there for like half an hour digging through every fucking conversation choice with every NPC. I really don't like that. Because then at well, least the real like choice is I sit here and waste all my time with something that might not pan out at all. Well, for me personally, or I you like, have to just blow right like it by it and risk reason. missing something. Well, I, I just like don't it for care for a different
1: reason because I care about the conversations, but I don't like that there's no repercussions for making the wrong choice. Like I, I don't like the idea that you can just talk to an NPC and go through every line of dialogue and get every line of dialogue from the NPC that's not how conversations are carried between humans. Like if I, I, I I like more of a locked in style where once you say something, you're probably not going to get to go down an alternative route. You know, if you, you can, in fallout, you can go up to a person and be like, Hey bitch, (laughs) like, fuck you. I I don't, you can essentially say something like that. Like, fuck you. I don't care what you think you're going to give me the thing that I want. And they can be like, they can, they can say like, no, get out of my sight. And then you can like leave the thing and you can come back to them and be like, hey, here's the other option. You want to hang out? <laughs> it just doesn't really feel right to me. There are certainly cases in, like I think, Elder Scrolls games where you, it definitely locks off conversation sometimes if you say something negative to an enemy or something. But um, I like that style more where I think it was the Mass Effect thing that they did where if you... If you accosted someone and it didn't go your way, you didn't get get to just reset the conversation and be like, oh, that never happened. Let's just hear all the dialogue options. You know, that's, it's just not really.
0: A... I don't know. Maybe when I was younger, I was more patient. I could just dig into every fucking backstory and yeah, I'll totally I help you so, out. Yeah. But now it's just like, I got other games to play, man.
1: Well, we've become more ignorant over time, right? I don't know if it's species. ignorant, well, it's not really ignorant. It's like a uh, we everything in our lives is designed to retrain our brain to be less about long engagements and more about short, quick engagements. Right? Like everything is meant to be that way. It seems like that, at least.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, in a game like this, it's not like it's a short engagement ever, no matter what you do. It's just that I don't want to sit there and fucking talk to a bunch of people, you know, like that's what ends up happening. Like even in fallout four, it's like you look up how to get the item that you want or what the outcomes are. And you just go for that. Just use the options to get you what you need in the end. Right. They try to make it so it's like immersive and stuff, but like there's sometimes they don't give you the option of what you like. The most obvious response is something you can't even say. it's like, well, I don't want to pick sides here. You know, it's just, it's fucked up. They try to make it seem natural and it just never comes out natural. Like you can say something perfectly reasonable and then the person, it just goes in a complete opposite direction or you didn't read it right or something.
1: Well, that's a problem that Bioware started having where they would start basically writing their shit to be, oh, you... You say this, but then when you say it, it's not what your character says at all. (laughs) That's not what I chose. All these games are starting to regress a little bit. And, you know, the problem is, and this kind of segues into the last thing about Ubisoft, the problem with gamers these days is everybody wants to blanket apply shit to something like, oh, BioWare does this now. BioWare is a shit company. What happened, BioWare? What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Uh, over the past 20 years of your fucking life, or even 10 years, people that used to work in a place don't work there anymore, and different people work there now. That's It's not the same, it's just a title now. It's just, hey, it's BioWare. They're always known for putting out good shit, right? I'm so excited about the next BioWare game. You shouldn't be. You should be excited about what they present to you, not just that BioWare is making, oh my god, Blizzard's making a new IP! Yeah, and it was Overwatch. Great. <laughs> Good one. Like Blizzard, right? Is Blizzard that, still around? Blizzard that used to make games that were, you know, easy to, easy to play hard to master or whatever the fuck. Like, eh, whatever, man. More more like uh, easy to spend all your fucking money on our retarded shit. By the way, the reason why the word retard is being canceled by cancel culture... Is because retarded people don't want to be called retards anymore. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I can't say that on Twitter or they'll ban me for saying the retard word.
0: Well, and if I you don't know what the you. retard
1: word is, it's retard, you retard. <laughs> but anyways, uh, moving into that, I wanted to discuss the controversy going on with Ubisoft. And why it's ridiculous that these fucking gamers continue to do this shit. Uh, So, Ubisoft has had allegations leveled at them. And when I say Ubisoft, that's what people on the internet will say. It's actually a couple executives at Ubisoft. So, the COO, the managing director, the head of HR. uh, Before, let me just say this real quick. I'm talking about this because we talk about some political shit. I want to make it clear that on this podcast, we're not—we're never going to talk about the dumb shit in the industry that people talk about. You know, sometimes you'll watch a podcast and they'll say stupid shit that—that sh- that doesn't fucking matter. And this is the only time you're going to hear something like this from us. Okay, is this example? They'll say stupid shit like former Ubisoft devs form new studio called Beans. Yo, who the fuck cares? Who the fuck is watching? podcasts for stupid shit like that like oh my god they didn't talk about beans and how it's formerly the developers from Ubisoft who fucking cares okay you want that level of mundane information go to Reddit where they think they're on some self important level of information providers like it's just the dumbest most money I don't know why people care I see this shit on Reddit all the time like here's a story to post on our games (laughs) This this new development company is people that used to be members of Blizzard Entertainment. Okay. (laughs) What does that mean? Nothing. It means nothing. It's just fucking redundant information that keeps getting churned the fuck out. Stop. It's time to stop. Okay. Nobody fucking cares. But anyways, so a few Ubisoft uh, executives had some sexual uh, assault allegations. Well, they're French, so. (laughs) I was going to say that exactly. First of all, they're French. So whatever that means, (laughs) it's not like America. where In America, when you work with someone, it's like, oh, my God, you're ugly. Don't talk to me in a sexual way. But if you're handsome, do it. (laughs) I'm ju- I'm jesting. I understand there are a few women out there that will be hit on by a very handsome man and not want it because they're lesbians or something. I mean, I've been, with, here's the-
0: I've been with my wife for like over 10 years now. So I don't know what it's, what it's like out there now, but like, do you have to walk up to someone in a bar and be like, well, uh, excuse me, is it okay if I hit on you? Like, at the what, weird if,
1: thing is like, um,
0: thank God that I got married. That's like one whole really stressful piece of my life that I don't have to fucking worry about anymore. Well,
1: the, really weird thing is like a lot of relationships are actually started in the work environment. Plenty of people have begun relationships that last their entire lives because they worked together. And that's like the first thing that brought them together to even notice each other in the first place. What the fuck is wrong with that? Like, I get it. If there's some fucking guy that's coming to you and he's like, Hey, You should definitely wear something that shows your tits off more often at the office. Yeah, okay, that's sexual harassment. And there's already shit against that, by the way. But, like, if there's just some guy that's like, you look cute today. Okay, if you don't like that, just be like, I don't feel comfortable with that. Go to HR and tell him, I don't feel comfortable with that. Fine. But don't hold on to it for, like, he kept saying that for 18 months. He kept saying that to me for 18 months, and I felt threatened, and it's sexual assault. No, it's not. Okay? There are... We... Back in the 90s, our generation walked so you fuckers can run. Okay? We already started this whole HR fucking department of you can report to it, and if there's somebody out there who's like, you know... (laughs) Giving, making you uncomfortable at work, you can already report that. If you sit on that for months and months at a time, you're just a piece of shit, and I don't give a fuck about your story. Sorry. Oh, oh, you can't say that. I just did, and I can, and fuck you. Okay? And I mean, it's
0: kind of a unless it's a situation where it's like your boss, and by saying anything, you could lose your job, and you. I mean, you should still go out and try to probably try to find another job.
1: No, HR but, you know. will. HR is above your boss. If you report something to HR, your boss is not going to have some kind of fucking weight to throw around against it unless you're lying about it. Well,
0: it could be a right to work state where they can just uh, they get wind of something and they're like, "Oh, hey, we're going to have to let you go." Why? Uh, we don't have to tell you that.
1: Well, that's the two parties that we have in terms of that discussion is... I mean, I'm uh, I'm in
0: the middle. Like, I don't think there should yeah, be I unions. I definitely think you shouldn't be forced into joining a union. But I also don't right. like the idea of like, yeah, hey, we could just fire you at any time for any reason.
1: I without agree. With or without telling you. And that's from a libertarian that thinks that businesses ha- should have the right to do whatever they want with their company. I don't think they should be able to just fire you without a reason. I think there should be some reason. Even if that reason's just... um we're not happy with their performance or they're not up to the level that we see as a standard, you know, I think I still don't really know why I got let go have a reason. If there's zero reason kind of fucked up, you know, you should have to, you should have to disclose a reason. Even if it's mundane, you should have to disclose it. I don't think you should be able to just fire people just because, because, and here's why. Because nobody is firing anyone just because it's not happening. There is a reason every single time, whether it be because they can't afford you anymore, which they should say, or because they don't like you because they just have had interactions with you and they just can't stand you. Maybe maybe they don't like your resting bitch face or something. That should, They should be able to put that. Uh, has resting bitch face. That's a valid reason. <laughs> and I don't think that they should be, you know, a court should get involved and say, wait a minute, you can't fire them because they have resting bitch face. Yes, they can. I think they can fire you for whatever they want, but I don't think they should just be able to do it without telling you why. And it should be an honest thing, too. That's the only way that I would say bring somebody a, a third party in as in the government would be if there's a dispute on the reasoning, you know, like. Why did they fire you? Because I'm black. Okay, well, that's clearly illegal. Um, why did they fire you? Because I'm black. Well, he says he fired you not because you're black, but because you listen to rap music very loudly in the fucking, you know, the the parking lot at the end of the day, and it turns customers away. Exactly. They don't like me because I'm black. Okay, now. <laughs> listen. <laughs> uh it's weird it's weird we're in this this weird
0: fucking time where people want to just do whatever they want no matter how shitty it makes them seem like (laughs) there's people that like run out into the street naked and start yelling at cops to protest and then people bitch when they get like tackled to the ground like, look how you're behaving. It's like, yeah, but well, you should Chicago be able to just literally is, uh, act like a fucking moron and then not have to do that. There are the protests
1: that are going to turn into riots today in Chicago because cops ran up on a group of three black teenagers and then just as one started running away, shot him in the back a couple of times. And I think he died. I'm not sure. But turns out, if you watch the body cam, he had a gun and shot at the cops and almost executed one of the cops point fucking blank before the other officer pulled on him and because the officer didn't mag dump which in my opinion if you're a cop you should mag dump uh because he didn't mag dump the guy was on the ground still had the gun and aimed the pistol at them again and kept shooting it's like a small little derringer type pistol it wasn't a derringer but it was a small very small pistol i don't know exactly what kind a little nine millimeter thing that he got illegally because it, no fucking person is going to walk into a fucking store and go give me the cheapest shittiest gun you have it's just like something he got his hands on like his boy gave him some like his boy had two guns and he kept the nice 9 millimeter, and then he got the shitty one so you know that's whatever but and by the way yes I think cops should mag dump and all the idiots out there that are like you shoot him in the leg you're fucking retarded okay if do you there know hard that is get- <laughs> no it does it doesn't matter how hard it is two points to this number 1 the cops are not allowed to shoot you just because they have to have the cops are required by law to feel that their life is in danger in order to shoot you okay if they don't if they don't feel like their life is in danger they're not allowed to shoot you that's why they have to prove that in court whenever they, a shooting happens by a cop. They have to prove that their life was in danger, and an investigation usually occurs if it's anything questionable, like as in the body cam footage doesn't exist or the body cam footage makes it questionable. Because if there's body cam footage, and they're going to review it and go, yeah, you're definitely your life, I, I would have felt in danger. And it's easy to sit back in your armchair, never having shot a gun in your fucking life, and go, I don't feel like I would have been in danger. I could have shot his leg. You've never shot a gun in your life. Shut the fuck up. Secondly, and here's the most important argument to it. If you let cops shoot people in the leg, that means they're allowed to now shoot people without feeling that their lives are in danger because only an idiot would feel like their life is in danger and shoot someone in the leg. Because when you shoot someone in the leg, they're not just going to suddenly drop their gun. This isn't Indiana Jones, okay? You're not going to shoot somebody in the hand and they drop their gun out of their hand like, oh, my hand. It doesn't work like that, okay? First of all, you would have to be deadly John Wick accurate to be able to even fucking do that. Secondly, <laughs> you'd have to somehow hope that the bullet disables the gun or hits their thumb or their hand in the first place to make them drop it. Well, also, I mean, if
0: someone's shooting at you they're not trying to shoot you in the leg. They're trying, right. to, kill they're trying to kill you. So you should try to fucking kill them a moron
1: wouldn't try to kill them back. But also, if you have cops who are allowed to shoot people now without their life being threatened, now you just have cops shooting people in the leg. What happened? Well, he was uh, running away, so I shot him in the leg. Oh, well, that's totally fine now because we've given cops the ability to shoot people in the legs because, you know, obviously your life didn't feel threatened. But... It's okay, because we've given you the ability to shoot people in the leg now, so that's fine. Yeah, he was running away. Oh, what? You hit his artery, and he bled to death? Well, dang. Dang. <laughs> Turns out, people that ask that talk about this shit don't understand that there are arteries that run through your arms and fucking legs, and if they get nicked, you die, you fucking idiot. Yeah. You or the other death. side is, well, then what happened? And then, oh,
0: I shot him in the leg. Okay, what happened next? Uh, he shot me in the chest.
1: Yeah, and I, well, <laughs> He held on to his leg for this con- a second. This conversation isn't happening because the guy who shot him in the leg is dead.
0: Anyway, whatever. You can save the rest of that for the political part.
1: Well, it was on topic. Because <laughs> there's a lot we're of we're fucking bullshit about.
0: going on out there.
1: It was on topic because we're talking about the Ubisoft thing. But... So here's the deal. Ubisoft execs get allegated. I don't know how much of it's true you know, people will point to like, well, the ce the CEO resigned, the managing director stepped down, leaving the company, head of HR is stepping down and being replaced. So that's signs of guilt, not necessarily. Okay. And this is something people need to understand as well. When a lawsuit happens and some, and a settlement is agreed to, it doesn't necessarily mean guilt. A lot of times it can mean that a company is not willing to spend the large amounts of money that it takes to win the when a a court battle uh against somebody they'd just rather be done with it and move on and make money that's typically what they do so you'll well, see this a lot of times <clears throat> but here's the thing the, the the thing with this is so these guys aren't in charge of the company so it's very much a possibility that the CEO said to them listen I don't care if you did it or not we're going to have you step down or step away. A lot of times it's like good old boys club. And I don't mean men. I'm not saying that when I say this, don't get it construed. It's just a saying talking about how people are friends with each other. And so they cover each other's backs. Uh, Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? I mean, I don't expect you to pick me over your friends or family that you know better than you do me. So uh, don't be fucking biased about it and expect cops not to do the same or CEOs and the people they've been working it with for decades not to do the same. Uh, But oftentimes you will get situations where somebody will be like, okay, you've been, somebody is alleged that you did this. Did you do it? No. Okay. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you resign. And then what you're going to go away for a couple, a year to a couple months and and a couple months to a year and lay low. And then we'll bring you back in on a, a position where we can get you something similar and work it work out and people forget about it or whatever. That's how shit goes, okay? They just so don't want to deal with
0: it. It could be like if you're
1: they don't in your 60s,
0: right, and you're like at the top of a company, like at a certain point it's like, yeah, this isn't worth it. I'm just going to retire. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Plus, how can you expect to do your job when you're constantly involved in a big-time lawsuit, you know? Yeah. Bunch of reasons why, you, why people uh, resign or get asked to resign.
1: Absolutely. So I don't know if they did it or not. Irrelevant. They're moving on. But what's retarded is, and this is probably bullshit too, but they say that they're implementing significant changes in the workplace culture. I don't even know what that means. Like, If you look at their conference that they just did a, a few minutes ago, um, you're, you're looking at like, so much of this shit is like diversity and women. And, and here's a, here's a lesbian with a flat chest and a short boy haircut to, to make you understand that we are diverse and diversity matters to us. And now you're like, Oh, we're going to change the company. What does that mean? Are you going to go away from that? Cause that, you've been doing inclusiveness. What are you saying that you're going to do suddenly? I don't understand. They just what you're have to say that they're about. doing
0: something. to virtue right.
1: signal. It's a virtue signal. So, whatever, man. I'm so sick of people being like, eh, gay rights, gay representation, black representation. Get over it. You're know, like the most fucking upheld groups in the whole fucking world right now. Everybody fucking publicly, just publicly, constantly goes on about it's how. Just, it's just so these weird to me are. how everything
0: overnight changed from like, none of that matters. We treat everyone the same to oh, these people are different because of where they stick their penis or how much melatin, melanin is in their skin, so that we should treat them differently in all walks of life. And it's like, okay, well, I was always taught, you know, in the 90s, that that was the racist thing to do. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. It's like racism doesn't mean racism anymore. It's inclusiveness, and if you're against inclusiveness, then it's it's racism. And it's not like inclusive shouldn't just mean that you fucking have a, a quota or a checkbox like okay well we need this many people with this color skin and this many people with this color skin and this many people that have sex with men and this many people have sex with women just many people that don't know what they are or who they have sex with because you know like what what's the job again Uh, it, it's office work oh so why does any of that matter
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: does any of that it, like impede your ability or help you out when you're trying to like I don't know work on a fucking spreadsheet. Like what the fuck does it matter? Honestly. Yeah.
1: And I don't know. It, it's like so stupid. It's <laughs> not only is it like more regression. Of course, the video game regression is also lock stepping with social regression. You know, we're going back to segregation. We're going back to picking people because of their skin color. It's just the opposite direction. And I'm sure that's great for people who have melanin or stick their dicks in specific holes. But like, whatever, man, it's it's just the dumbest shit. This is why nobody's on. It's, it's going to flip the other way much harder. I'm just I've warned about this before. You're going to flip the culture the other way much harder because more and more people are going to go. Wait a minute. Why am I being told that like black people or people of color or lesbians or gay people or anything like that? Why am I being told that these people are shunned in society, but everywhere I fucking look is gay pride and black power and all this shit? Like what? what is every fucking movie, every Hollywood celebrity, every talk show, every fucking uh, Silicon Valley website or app? Every video game company, everything is praising these people. Everything culturally is praising these people. I mean, what, I remember we, growing up when all when all these issues were We're talking like, about some farmer in Alabama that's sitting over here calling Negroes something like that. Like are these fucking negroes or something? Is that what we're talking about? People out here saying words like that and shit, living out in Alabama, just one fucking family. I don't understand what we're complaining about a couple CEOs or something that are 80 years old that are like, "Eh, back in my day, I had a slave. Oh, wait. (laughs) It's not a reality, man. I don't get like, it's, it's like lockstep with the dumbest shit. And if you don't agree with it, you're fucking racist. You know, you can suck the fattest part of my dick because my ancestors came over on a fucking boat and then immediately got on a fucking boat so they could get food and water and a place to sleep and eat. And then they fought in a civil war for fucking black people's freedom and I'm supposed to sit here and pretend that my ancestors owned slaves and I gotta fucking feel like I'm a racist? Fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. My family had nothing to do with that shit and the Irish and the Scottish were some of the most mistreated fucking people by the British Empire in fucking history. Braveheart is based on reality, okay? Mel Gibson fought for our freedom. <laughs> He's a racist too. <laughs>
0: It's just so weird. Like, it doesn't require that much brain power to, like... Just look at the definition of racism and look at how people are behaving and shit.
1: It's because they're trying to change the definition. You can't be racist if you're not holding power. Okay, well, you had a black president. Well, that's not the same thing. That's not what we mean by power. I mean, institutionalization or whatever. You have black congressmen, black senators. (laughs) You have black mayors, black police chiefs. black. The system is... All the black people. well, it's not fifty percent. It's not 50-50. Well, you don't even make up fifty percent. Well, it's not equal representation based off what we are. It's not twelve percent. Yes, it is. It's higher than twelve percent. It's like thirty fucking percent. It's based off of individual areas. You can't base it off of all of America. Every fucking place should have twelve percent. But I mean, also at the same
0: about. time, it's like, are there are there minorities like lining up for these jobs and getting turned down? No. It's like does, any, does does everyone not have a choice to pursue like what they want? to do? Everyone
1: has a choice. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the real. Enlightenment. Like how many people and like?
0: Damn, I ran for senator
1: and didn't get it. Must have been wasted. Must have been wasted.
0: It's just weird. It's like it seems like in in the nineties and shit, early two thousands. There there wasn't a whole lot of discussion on race and everyone just kind of did what they wanted and wherever the numbers fell, they fell. And now they're looking at the numbers and saying like, well, we need to force people into these types of jobs or areas of life so that there's more representation. Why? If they don't want to be there, then what's like, I don't get it. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that I would like to do and I haven't gotten there yet. And I never once has it been like, well, I guess it's because my skin color. It just doesn't seem like that's really a factor. Yeah, it's because I'm Lebanese-German-Czech. I I mean, it's
1: just become the dumbest shit. We we are so fucking stupid as a culture right now. We have people walking around saying white this, white that, and they can't even fucking define what it means. You have Hispanic whites, and then people are like, oh, but Latinos are not the same. Okay. Uh, Then you have people coming in that are like, White this and white that, and then Arabs aren't whites, but they are Caucasian. I, what the fuck does white mean? Just skin color? Like, okay, I, I'm I'm a quarter fucking Cherokee. Let me just go sit in the sun for a little bit, and I'll darken up and be brown. And now I'm a brown person. I'm a person of color, despite being Irish, majorly Irish. Like, are we just gonna give DNA tests to everybody? All right here, let me
0: real. Let me tell you another Facebook story. This is a short one about how stupid people are. So one of my wife's college friends, who I'm friends with on Facebook for some reason. Hardcore liberal. I shouldn't even say liberal. Leftist. She's a leftist. She posted this thing where it was um it it was a story about voter fraud, right? And her comment on it was with the alternating capital and lowercase letters, but the left conspiracy, you know, or something like that. Right. And so the story was that this guy was taking people's mail. Um, and changing because they were doing like mail in ballots and changing their vote to Donald Trump. And it turns out he was a Republican. I get, well, actually, I shouldn't even say that. Article doesn't specify what he was. They caught him. He's facing jail time. And he said he did it as a joke. Right. And I guess her point is look, it's the Republicans that are committing voter fraud. And, I, and I'm looking at this whole situation and I just facepalm repeatedly because, like, it seems like. I could be generalizing, but it seems like the left is totally in support of mail-in ballots, either because of or under the guise of COVID, right? And the right is saying that there's too much opportunity for voter fraud. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Is that accurate? I mean, if you kind of. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what's happening. So. Well, the left is
1: claiming that it's vote, to be fair to their argument. The left is claiming that it's voter suppression. It's the right trying to do voter suppression because they're trying to make it harder for people to vote. So now we have someone. I don't give a fuck. We have have someone on the left,
0: all the way on the left, posting an article about someone committing voter fraud and then being like, see, it's the Republicans. And I'm just thinking, like, what are you talking about? Like, this is exactly the type of thing Republicans are against. This is why we don't want mail-in ballots. You're posting an article that's supporting the other side, and you're saying that well, you're right because, look, the Republicans are committing voter fraud. And, like, let's just say for a second this guy is just a really stupid guy and actually did it as a joke that no one would ever find out about. Like, what was he going to do? Go back to him after the election and be like, hey, guess what? You actually voted for Trump. But, like, it never even says that that guy's a Republican. It just says it's a guy who changed – but.
1: You know what you I'm just saying. Assume that he is because he changed it.
0: But it doesn't matter. It's like it doesn't matter who the votes, like who the voter fraud benefits. The right, It right. doesn't voter want
1: should be. You should be against voter fraud no matter what. Right. Exactly. Like, we're against so it like, because like,
0: it wasn't a cast a vote for Hillary.
1: <laughs> it's like but the left
0: conspiracy. Like what conspiracy? You literally just posted an article yeah, about you voter fraud. Just
1: proved it. You literally proved it. You fucking morons. It's is the same group of people that were like, Russia if interfered in our election. And then when you bring up anything about making it harder to fucking vote, they're like, you're trying to suppress black and brown votes. What? You're the one talking about fucking interference in the election. It's funny because I, I think it's I talked really about it
0: in the last pod- podcast, but mm-hmm. my friend posted, I shouldn't even say my friend, Facebook friend, person I know. Posted that uh video about the totally not police brutality, you know, one of those videos where the cops are totally doing their job and the person they're questioning on the street has this fucking attitude and is acting violent and shit. And they're like, see, look at this police brutality, you know, well, the last time he posted a video at the top, it said uh, Russian state sponsored something <laughs> like mm-hmm. in the na- in the know. In the know apparently is Russian state sponsorship, and P- Facebook actually labeled it as such. <laughs> so it's like you're talking about Russian interference, and here you are like just eating up Russian propaganda. Like I'm dumb, dumb, dumb,
1: Right. Fucking it's it's incredible the level of retardation. And again, that's why they want the word banned because that's what they are, and they don't want you to be able to describe them with a single word. That's how powerful it is. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's a fucking
0: uh, crazy, crazy. Listen, world. here's
1: the thing about Ubisoft that we that I want to finish on with these allegations, because I saw a lot of people saying stupid shit like this is a this this is a paradigm shift in like Reddit responses and stuff. People don't understand. It may not happen immediately, but these people being changed around is a paradigm shift for the whole industry. I mean, no, it's not. Shut the fuck up. It's a handful of people that had a couple and like it had to say. <clears throat> in the uh the green light or red light of a project that's that's it uh i i saw people like praising, like good ubisoft should go down for this like really like, you understand that the people that are making the allegations work at ubisoft right you dumb fucking cunt <laughs> you're talking about a company that makes 1.7 billion dollars on income and operates on 220 million dollars to keep her upkeep and it's got 18,000 employees and you want to judge the entire company and you want to shut the entire company down and cancel the company, all 18,000 fucking people that work there because of three motherfuckers, three executives. This is the fucking stupidity. This is the retardation I'm talking about, the retarded regression that I'm talking about. And yes, I will continue to use this word just like faggot and you can't take it from me. The only reason why I don't throw around the, uh, the Hispanic word for black people is because I never used it in the first place. I what grew in the nineties where we just <laughs> called black people the Fresh Prince or Carlton?
0: Yeah, we used their names. Right. Which which pronoun? Which pronoun should I use?
1: Uh, what's your name? That's your pronoun. Uh it's your slave name. All right. What's your not slave name? <laughs> <laughs> That's your pronoun. Yeah, you gotta call me my pronoun. Okay, you also have to me my call me my pronoun. What's your pronoun? Uh, he and him. I'm an ally. Okay, you gotta call me my pronoun. It's uh, massa. Whoa. <laughs> See how stupid we got real quick there. That's just a slippery slope argument. Uh, I mean, it's literally. I mean, we're
0: happening. literally sliding face first down the slippery slope as we speak. <laughs> right.
1: We we keep going deeper and deeper, and people just sitting here going. Oh, people think just keep gaslighting it? everyone, like that's not what's happening. What...
0: It's like I'm watching it happen. What are you talking that's about?
1: Literally happening.
0: They're not. They're not going to take away.
1: They're not. We're not censoring movies. That's just uh, the, what the writers say. We just want to fucking make it to where you can't buy bump stock. Also, guns are the problem. Every fucking year, more and more. Now you got people that's literally saying it. Nobody should own an assault weapon. All right, here's your, here's my assault weapon. Nobody should own a shotgun. You don't need a shotgun. All right, here's my shotgun. You don't need to hunt for your own food, so you don't need a bolt action rifle. Nobody needs that. You you got the food grocery market to give you food. You don't need to hunt. I actually heard right? someone you know because where where I you work you don't need you a pistol anymore. People where people where you I work wait, like that conversation conversations.
2: In
0: the bathroom. (laughs) So while I'm sitting there taking a shit, I get to hear all these stupid fucking opinions and not respond because I'm on the toilet, right? It's like, I don't get it, man. Like, why do you need an AR-15 to go hunting? Nobody needs that. It's like, dude, the Second Amendment is not there so people could hunt.
1: I've got a good one for you, okay? Here's Here's a good one for you. Whenever you're on the shitter doing that at work, get your phone and pull up a fart app and every time somebody says a stupid opinion, immediately press the button. <laughs> <laughs> Make it obvious too. <laughs> then you can say your opinion without saying your opinion. Yeah, your
0: opinion is <laughs> shit. that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's just so weird. like it just seems like everyone is actually actively going for like authoritarianism. Well, we're not, you yeah, shouldn't be allowed to say that. It's supposed like, to be
1: the right that does that, by the way. I've been told my whole life the Republicans are the authoritarian's, neocons, neocon this, neocon that. I mean, they weren't wrong. I mean, Jesus, I registered I to write. vote,
0: and I registered as a Republican, and I never thought I would, I would be <laughs> here in my life.
1: Welcome to the human race. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: It's just because I, I want to s- vote in primaries. I'd love to register as a libertarian or something, but.
1: Right. Can't without. Yeah. I have to re- do Republican so I can influence elections as well. Oh, it's just so, so, so. And strange. I just,
0: like, I'm just, I, you know, when I see shit that I just, like, enjoy that's, like, I'm non political, because I, I watch YouTube a lot. And I get sucked into these political rabbit hole things, I end the day mm-hmm. with a headache and I'm pissed off, and just like how can everyone be so fucking dumb? But sometimes I want to branch out to something else and Critical Role came back this week. I'm like, alright, some just, you know, lighthearted D D seven
1: Lives minutes. In.
0: We we support mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. I'm like, oh my god. And then I'm looking at the comments and there's Poor no shit. one saying anything like, Hey, you know, there are Marxist organization that's you know, no, it's yeah. like, hey, I'm so glad that you support Black Lives Matter and people are like, yeah, that's because oh my they're God. good
1: people. My favorite it's like okay. Thing.
0: Look, I'm sure they are good people. They're just misguided. I mean, it's 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 so fucking easy to get sucked into that. Like just go with the mom mentality like, "Oh, we're all supporting this, right? Black Lives Matter obviously stands up for black lives, right?" Uh yeah, not really. I mean, you saw that whole fucking Terry Crews on Don Lemon thing.
1: Yeah, you're not, you're not the right kind of black, Terry. Uh, he's literally not even like... Me and my wife discussed about this. He's literally just saying, I don't want to judge people based off color, and I want to work with people that are good people, no matter their color, and there's good people and bad people on both sides. White or black doesn't matter. It's not like you're sitting here going, all lives matter. White people are my favorite not even that. He All he said was like, go look at the Black Lives Matter website, and
0: there is more to it. Because Don Lemon's sitting there saying... Oh, they're just about police brutality, Terry. That's why they don't care about all these other things. Because, yeah, I mean, their fucking own mission statement says it. They want to, like, dismantle the patriarchal nuclear family. It's like, well, that, according to the statistics, is exactly the opposite of what you want to do if you actually want to help black lives. It's like, but, okay, so that's working against What does
1: that even mean? Like, we don't even have nuclear families anymore. Like, Women go to work and do their jobs. Men stay at home and take care of the kids. These families exist. It doesn't. It's not a thing anymore. Everybody's fucking over here fighting for shit that doesn't exist anymore. Like I want to be the hero of the story. Yeah. Well, all the heroes are dead, and they've already fought all the villains. No, we have to create villains so that yeah, I, I, I can win. I want to be the hero.
0: so weird but anyway it's like you can't come out there and say i don't support black lives matter the organization because that equals racism even though there's plenty of good fucking reasons why you shouldn't it's like you could support the sentiment without supporting the the fucking organization it's it's really not that hard of a separation to make but because of their genius marketing
1: not even their marketing it's just because of the people willing to fucking look past it, knowing the problem is there are people that know the truth and they don't care. They, they want to push the opposite agenda. They or they want to push the agenda of these people. The thing is black lives matter is a bunch of useful idiots. Okay. And this is the, this is what people don't understand when it comes to communism and shit like that. There are a group of people known as the useful idiots. They think they're going to be in power, but they're not. They're not the ones that will be in power. If you look at the media and politicians, they're all fucking family members and best friends and buddies that work together in the same companies, and they all have a fucking agenda, and that's to remain in power over you stupid fucking idiot peasants for the rest of your fucking lives. That's exactly what it is all day, every, it's all day, every day throughout history of humanity, that the history of humanity that has been the case. And these people, they just want to get up here. And, yeah, we're going to tear down the police. And, and they're like, yeah, let's tear down the police. So we can install our own fucking police, just like every fucking dictator in South America.
0: I just, I never thought it would be a, controversial opinion but now you got fucking workplace propaganda coming out literally saying race matters on it
1: race matters yeah what a ridiculous thing to say isn't that illegal I thought there's discrimination laws
2: white man bad
1: yeah it's not orange man anymore it's white man white man bad
0: oh so Trump's off the hook cool He's not white, he's orange.
1: He's a person of color.
0: I just wish that motherfucker would take the little tanning glasses off of his eyes when he goes tanning, when he gets a spray tan. It's not a tan. It's a spray tan, that's why he looks kind of orange. But, I mean, if you look at his eyes... No, when you go tanning, they give you these little fucking plastic things that you put, like, over your eyeballs, so you can open your eyes and, like, it doesn't... Well, that's why his, his eyes look all pasty and white and the rest of them looks orange. It's because he goes tanning or gets a spray tan or something. And I could just tell because his eyes are pasty white and the rest of them is fake tanned.
1: I don't think so, man. If you look at his hands, yes. they're not the same color as his face. If you look at the back of his hands, they're, they're never the same color as his face.
0: Maybe they just miss that part. It happens. Uh, I
1: think it's makeup. He's, he's on television all the time. Every time you see him, he's on television. I think it's makeup. I think it's makeup and he's always asking it to, you know, he's, he doesn't want it around his eyes or something because maybe it cakes up or burns his eyes. eyes. I don't know. But if every picture of him, if you look at his hands, the back of his hand is just as white as his eyes. He It's not a spray tan. It's just for some reason he likes that tanned makeup that they put on. They, it, I don't know what the world of Hollywood is like in terms of like going up to a makeup artist. I'm assuming that the makeup artist doesn't get to decide what you look like. I'm assuming like when they, because first of all, they put powder on your face when you go on television to make you less glossy. So you don't look like you're fucking, you know, oily or anything like that and sheening and stuff off the camera. That's the reason why they do that. Yeah, because they and, use uh, lighting and
0: those bright ass lights make right. you look oily and
1: yeah, gross. Um, so, I think I th- and I just think he has this weird desire to have tan on his face for some reason. Like when they when they put makeup on, he's I guess he's either he's doing his own or he's asking somebody every makeup artist that he comes in to contact with for a show or whatever to be like, I I want I want to look tan. I want the tan color on my face. Don't hit me with that white powder stuff. It makes me look too pasty or whatever. And that's I why it's not know. around his eyes. I still, you I still think to it's a spray around tan. The eyes. Well, it, it doesn't line up with anything else. Like he, Anytime you see his arms or his hands, it's just not the same. Why, look at him when he's uh, in a golfing picture. His legs are pasty white. There's no tan color on his legs. I think it's it 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 on up. his
0: face for some reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not spray tan. It's just... Something people make up. Oh, I'm sorry,
0: like the color
1: of it is exactly the same color as people who overdo their sure. spray tan. He's choosing bronze for some reason on his face. I don't know why. I think it's a bad choice, but I think it's just makeup. I'm not defending how stupid it looks. I just, I don't think it's spray tan. I think it's makeup that he's asking to be put on his face or putting it on his face himself. He probably does it himself to be honest. He seems like the kind of guy that's like nobody touches this face <laughs> but me. <laughs> and- and you don't put it around your eyes because if you have crow's feet like he does, you'd have to spend a lot of time making sure that it doesn't... If you if you like separated your crow's feet and put it on, then you let that shit close up. It's going to cake up there. And if you don't do that, it's just going to stand out even more. So I think that's why he doesn't put it around his eyes. Because those goggles are much smaller than the area around his eyes that you see that are pasty white. Like Those goggles usually just cover the eyeball area itself. They almost set in the socket.
0: Yeah, I know, but like, it's it's still. Oh my god! They don't like sit in there very well. You have to like close your eyes, so your your eye socket kind of closes around the shit a
1: little bit. Yeah, but they also put like earplugs in and shit because they put it on your ears and your neck and all that, and it just it, like it doesn't line up with the rest of his body. Like the rest of his body's pasty white.
0: I mean, I haven't really taken a good look at the rest of his body, so I don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, again,
1: if you look at his golf pictures. Yeah, there are times when he wears shorts, and it just doesn't. You don't see it.
0: Are you looking at golf pictures?
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I was just saying. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I don't. No, know. It's still, so weird maybe it, maybe it is spray tan, but it, it doesn't. <clears throat> I mean I'll show here here's a uh, picture of him wearing sh- uh, short sleeves just as an example. I looked it up after you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Sure, after I said it, totally not. Yeah, after you said well, it. Totally you said it. <laughs> uh, politics and fake news. Because what you're saying is fake news. <laughs> All right. <there> you go. <laughs> Look how pasty white his arms are. Why would he get it on only his face? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. He wears suits a lot. I think it's I don't see but uh, and that picture his, his arms
0: look like the same color as his face. So I don't know. Maybe it's like yeah.
1: well, maybe I don't know. end of winter or something. He probably does not have the makeup on there cuz he's just playing golf. It's not going to be on television. You know they put that shit on right before you go on. They don't you don't wear it all day. There's Who knows? Maybe it's like, the
0: uh maybe it's the fake mainstream media that's turning up the fucking contrast on his camera, right? To make it look like he's wearing lipstick and fucking
1: There's definitely been cases of that. Like there's if you Google that there's definitely been cases where people have proven that that's what's happening, where they switch between two news channels and one of them, the contrast is much higher. So I don't know. What
0: were we talking about?
1: Anyways, uh, Best podcast let, me wrap ever. let me wrap up the last of us too, since we're talking about political shit. Uh, And it's not about really the political stuff. I know I talked a lot in depth about this. I don't even remember if we talked about it on the last podcast, but I'm going to say it just in case. Because uh, I've still been playing The Last of Us 2. It's still fun. I really enjoy walking around as Ellie by myself, not with Dina. Those are the funnest parts. Um, Just killing shit. Looting shit. Living in a post-apocalyptic world that's really well done. Like That game is gorgeous. It plays well. I love the gameplay. But I did lower my score to a seven. And again, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the last podcast, but I'm just going to yeah, really did, quickly but... reiterate. Did I? Because we skipped Well, you didn't talk about podcasts.
0: you didn't talk about the score lowering, but you had finished the game. I lowered it to a seven
1: time. because after further thinking about it, I'm not happy with Abby getting away. Justified killing of Joel or not. Fuck her. She isn't my group. I would have been more satisfied with her dying and the last bit of the game uh, not being in California, but instead being wrapped up in the theater. A lot of people have said this. I agree with them. Uh, she should have died in the theater there and somehow have that heavily affect Ellie, you know, and have her learn after the mistakes are made instead of magically before a lot of coincidence in this game. And, you know, and even if you have Abby live, I think the only way I would have been okay with that is, at least move towards Ellie understanding that vengeance isn't the answer at the same time. The player does before she goes to California and the process of seeking her out in California, uh, should have been to find the flyerflies or something to see if there's still an opportunity for her cure or her, her blood to be used as a cure or whatever the fuck her brain to be used as a cure to help everybody. But I definitely think Dina should have died. I don't have a problem with Dina. I think, uh, Dina's not an ugly looking woman, but she's not pretty. I I don't mind her personality, but she's not. The, you know, the biggest problem with Dina and Ellie is when you play the original Last of Us, Ellie and Joel kind of go back and forth through different levels. In the beginning of the game, he wants nothing to do with her. He hates having her around. She's got a spunky attitude. And slowly throughout the game, as it progresses, the two of them come to like each other. You learn more about Ellie. You learn more about Joel and blah, 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 blah. Until you get to the end and he sees her as a daughter almost. uh, And she kind of sees him as a father. And that the mistakes that are made are supposed to lead up to another game. Potentially, it could end there. But there could also be another game potentially in the future where that specific mistake that he made comes to a head. And having it be about some other girl entirely, I think, was a cop-out. And it was lame. And just a way to inject some kind of artsy bullshit, in my opinion, that I'm, I'm not a fan of uh i think it could have been done better i prefer dina i think dina should have died early on and that should have been ellie's motivation to go out and find this bitch that would have been way better in my opinion uh and then maybe joel dies later on midway through the game after he comes and hooks up with you and you have that short moment like you have a a lot of the game could have been her by herself and then you have this nice short moment between her and joel working together again and it's like oh this is great back and all this stuff and then he dies saving her I, I think it even would have been better if him he died to like a pack of clickers or something saving Ellie so she could get away and then like Abby doesn't get the chance to get revenge against him or something and you could even play off that a little bit uh, but I, I just really don't think I lowered it down to a 7 because for the thought on the story I think it could have been done way better um, people just don't learn shit quickly like that like the game depicts people people don't like oh revenge is bad in in like a few it's three fucking days dude die joel dies and then three days later ellie's ellie's suddenly like yeah revenge is bad (laughs) like it's just that's not how humans operate you know humans just don't operate like that they they learn lessons over long periods of time and regret after a long periods of time. That's that's the real story. The the realistic version, in my opinion, looks more like that, where lots of time passes and it becomes a demon for Ellie that she has to struggle with. The fact that she mutilated this girl whose whose killing of Joel was justifiable uh, because she, you know, learns of the truth at a later point. I I don't think she should have learned what she doesn't learn in the whole game, like why she actually killed Joel. But I think that would have been better. Like she eventually learns the truth and that kind of tears at her a little bit that she killed somebody that justifiably killed Joel. And you, have, I mean, I think that's a way better story, but whatever. I, I didn't make the game. It's not my art. So still a seven out of 10, the gameplay carries the fuck out of that game. Like seriously, five points of that game is from fucking gameplay alone. And that includes setting and whatnot, but that's, that's the last thing I have to say about The Last of Us uh, until like some kind of DLC comes out or whatever. Well, kind of, well, I got to
0: pee real quick, so uh, help help keep us talking.
1: Abby in the fucking DLC, how fucking ridiculous would that be? Uh, I think people just want Ellie's story revol- resolved. Can't blame them either. Man, I don't give a fuck about Abby. Uh, I'll save the World of Warcraft stuff for when he gets back, I guess. Um, and since we'd already done political stuff, I'll just throw this in here. The uh, Supreme Court of the United States ruled on some bullshit about women's contraceptives and insurance. I don't really care because it's a women's issue and men, men can't have opinions, uh, on women's issues. So, you know, <laughs> but like. They made some kind of decision about employers can opt out of contraceptives in their employer-provided insurance benefits uh, for whatever reason. Whatever reason, they decide. And it's typically probably going to be a religious reason. I can't imagine any employer who would go, you know what, I want my women that work for me pregnant. I want the women that work for me pregnant because then I can pay them for doing zero work at all when they're on maternity leave.
0: Whoa, was, what did I miss?
1: I was, I, I was talking about the SCOTUS decision on employers opting out of contraceptives and their employer-provided insurance benefits. Uh, That's somehow some kind of fucking feminist issue that certain people, that I'm not going to name their names, whose uh, relation to me rhymes with sister, um, <laughs> thinks that... Sorry, I'm just being an ass. Rhymes
0: with Mr. Mr. <laughs>
1: Not other. <laughs> uh, Listen, I adore my sister, but she says some dumb shit sometimes, and this is one of those. I mean, it's her opinion. Whatever, sure, she's allowed to have that opinion, and uh, I, I'm allowed to say that I think her opinion's wrong, just based off of simple concepts. She thinks that it's kind of ironic because so the Supreme Court rules that employers can opt out of con- providing a- contraceptives in their employer-provided insurance benefits. This isn't a law, okay? This is just a decision that was come to by the Supreme Court. Uh, And here's the important thing. There are no rights being trampled on because rights are not afforded to you by the government. The rights just prevent the government from stepping on them, okay? And contraceptives is not a right. The laws prevent
0: the government from stepping on rights. Right.
1: Contraceptives are not a right. Your health is not you, you do not have a right to be healthy. You have a right for the government to not step in between you and your health, but that's not the case here. That's not what we're talking about. The government isn't saying that you can't go get contraceptive. Then you would have a case. Instead, the government is saying you don't have a right to force other people into paying for your contraceptives. Okay. Just like just like an insurance company can say we don't provide contraceptives in this healthcare plan, so too can your employer now say that we don't believe that we should have to cover that because our religion demands it. Now, this is important because the important aspect of what I'm saying here is (laughs) if you are going through your employer for healthcare, they absolutely have the right To decide what is in that healthcare package, okay? Like, this is not a difficult thing to understand. If you want to eliminate the middleman, you have every right to do so. You can go straight to an employer and get, or straight to an insurance company and get your own insurance. Firstly, let's just argue to the point. Well, argue to the point first. There, there is no situation where you are forced to take your companies that you work for's insurance plan where they don't cover your contraceptives for your small little percentage of people out there that require birth control to regulate whatever the fuck to keep them healthy. Okay. Yes. I, God, I, I don't want to make this a long thing, so I'm just going to keep it short and simple on this one. Firstly, sure. you are. If you think that the, that, re, that religious people, are trying to trample on your rights as a woman. I've already explained to you that birth control is not a right. Okay. If you believe that that's the case, you're wrong. Okay. By the way, the opposite is actually what's happening. I want that. I want to make that clear. You telling the government to force companies who have religious values that are contrary to yours to have to cover your contraceptives. That's forcing some, that's forcing your beliefs on other people. That's exactly. And by the way,
0: I just want to throw this in there. Um, Separation of church and state. That's not in the constitution. That was in a letter written by Thomas Jefferson to someone or another. But when people bring up separation of church and state, that's just an idea. That's not written into law anywhere. What is written into law is freedom of religion. And also because of Supreme Court precedent, corporations under the law have the same rights as people. So if they want to express their religion through their company, they're allowed to do that.
1: And listen, if you want to have a discussion that a publicly traded company is not a private company, and so therefore they shouldn't have those rights, I'm all with you on that discussion. But a private company is absolutely 100% an extension of the person who owns it and therefore is an entity an individual and by individual, I mean, they don't get any special extra shit for being a company. They are the company. What are you doing? What are you doing? Trying to find my one. To- um, Hello? uh, so I don't want to say too much. Hello? You don't want to say too much. Okay, sorry. You said hello. <laughs> we're getting some dead air. I don't air. want to say too much on it because I I, I had a long, lengthy discussion about it, but it, I just thought it was rich that somebody was claiming that religious people were trying to force their beliefs onto women when, in fact, it's the opposite way around. If you don't want – listen, if Hobby Lobby wants to say that if you work at Hobby Lobby – You can't get your fucking contraceptives through their insurance plan. They have every right to do that. And you have every right to find a different job or get, pay more money to get insurance the way you want it. Burger King. Okay. Plain and simple. All right. This isn't, this is like a child's argument that you should have it the way you want it. And other people like it's the equivalent of like, I purchase a product and then sell it to you cheaper but I want to keep some of the product and you're not happy with that. Well, fuck you. Go and buy it from the person I'm buying it from. It's there and available and you can pay full price just like I did. It's fucking ridiculous. The the amount of fucking flack that people get. Like, I hate corporations, but I also love Twitter and Facebook and all this other shit and Amazon. Yeah, It's like, come the fuck on, man. It's so fucking crazy. I don't get it. How it's, it's, like that's, ask- well,
0: that's what I was saying before. It seems like people don't want the right to choose anymore. It's like they want everyone to fucking conform to what they think is the morally right thing to do and just don't fucking understand that they could be wrong or that other people might have a different perspective and that the way the country was set up is you're allowed to have a different perspective.
1: Uh, exactly. I mean... It's such regressive thinking. It's it, it's insane. Um, I, I just don't understand how people can even approach that point. Of, and, and by the way, you know, it, it was a village, It was a video that brought it to my light by Philip DeFranco, where he's like, literally, a hundred and twenty thousand women could be without contraceptives tomorrow who need it for their medical, blah blah blah. Like, stop sleeping oh my around. hundred and twenty thousand women out of 120 million? Oh, my God. That's more than that, actually. That's, like, serious, man. Like, can we stop with this pretending to care about the minutest amount of fucking people in this country? Because I don't believe these fucking people for a half second. Because they show time and time again that they're just dishonest and they don't actually fucking care. And they're not willing to do anything about the causes that they have. They just want other people to spend their money on their fucking causes every fucking time William de... sorry William Philip DeFranco William makes... DeFoe. <laughs> William Defoe <laughs> Franco Philip, DeFranco, de Philip DeFranco is his net worth is 12 million dollars how much fucking money has he put towards anything that is of his fucking ser- other than just using his YouTube platform but I'm sorry that's not enough <laughs> like if you really care about something Just fucking making a video about it and then making advertiser dollars off of it that you don't share with anybody. Yeah, fuck off. You don't believe in that shit. By the way, complete fucking Bernie, bro. Where's my fucking part of your wealth? Where's my six million of your 12 million? I've I've demanded it. I've demanded that you equate half of it. Socialist, Democrat, Democratic Socialist. Let's see it. Come on. Oh, here's another
0: fucking crazy, scary thing that happened. So you remember... um... That dude who was out on his front lawn when the uh, the rioters broke into his neighborhood and... Oh yeah, they gun- came in and confiscated his guns. They confiscated his guns and arrested him.
1: Yeah. Because he stood on his well, property. He because he stood on his property. They know they're... Here's the thing. These fucking politicians know that he's going to sue and that he's going to win. They know that. They don't care because it's not their fucking money. It's the people of that fucking city's money. It's their tax dollars that will just pay for that. Still, but
0: you can't help but just be a little bit nervous at like, what if he loses? That's like the, that could be like the beginning of the end for like he loses, uh, constitutional he would
1: take it to rights. The Court, he would take it to the Supreme Court, and then the Supreme yeah, Supreme
0: but Court they've been known to do it. some unconstitutional
1: shit. So I mean, what if they just bend to the fucking mob? I uh, the definitely the one of the biggest things with uh, Gorsuch and. Kavanaugh was that they were Second Amendment's rights supporters. That was the whole big point of electing, putting those two in that position, and why the left freaked out so much. Because they want the Supreme Court. They want want one of these things to go to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court rule against them. But I'll tell you what would happen. Uh, The people with the guns would storm the Capitol and kill all the fucking leaders. That's what would happen. And I wouldn't bat an eyelash. I'd be happy with it, and I'd cheer Monty on as he went and did it. (laughs) Why would I do it? I was just saying, <laughs> anybody like Monty that has their weapons and their Second Amendment rights are being trampled on by the uh, government, I would not give a goddamn when they tore oh, down the fucking government. Even if I they, mean, you know, I just sat there. the
2: government, but, you know, I'll have a problem if anyone comes to my house. Trying well, to that's the
1: them problem, them. is it's easy for them to come to individual houses, but it's not easy for them to deal with a mob of armed people. And that's where the real change is going to happen, is when eventually... Enough of those people get upset and they say, "Let's march on the the White House and all that shit." Let's march—not the White House, but Capitol Hill. Let's march on Capitol Hill. And listen, this is why I elected Trump because I knew he'd fuck—he'd he, upturn the system. That was the whole point of electing Trump—to upturn this fucking shitty system. So I don't give a goddamn if people like Nancy Pelosi, any of them Republicans, Mitch McConnell. Don't care if you're not going to do something about it. If Mitch McConnell's not going to grab his own gun and fucking stand at the front of the line. I'll give a goddamn if he's one of the ones hung by a fucking noose from the fucking front gates of the <laughs> fucking Capitol Hill when that kind of shit happens. Sorry. That's called revolution. That's real revolution. Not none of this pansy bullshit that's happening right now. None of this fucking ridiculous. E- I'm going to stand out here and destroy my own community and businesses. Nah. Don't care. The only reason why I think Antifa's stupid is because they don't carry guns. They're trying to revolt without weapons. They're fucking commie idiots. Plus, I don't agree with them, so I'm a little bit of a bigot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what it means, right? If you disagree, that's what it means. With The core principles that are stated by Antifa and uh, Black Lives Matter, the organization, then well, you're I a mean, bigot. You're a bigoted, you're a bigoted
1: fucking it. racist. Well, by definition, bigot means that you don't want to have anything to do with somebody because of their beliefs, because of their opinions. That's a bigot.
2: No, I don't want anything to do with them because they're fucking idiots. Yeah, I'm bigot. And they're fucking idiots because of their opinions. So that's I'm a
1: bigot. I'm happily a bigot when it comes to Antifa. But bigot is not just blank some blanket word that you can apply like racist. They try to do that. They try to apply bigot like it means racist. It, It doesn't. The reality is is that you're a bigot to a degree relative to what we're talking about. Are you a are you, are you a bigot like if if you weren't a bigot, when it comes to Antifa, if you weren't a bigot towards them, then you would totally hang out with an Antifa person at the end of the day, regardless of their opinion. Well, I can say with without a doubt, I would never hang out with some Antifa soy boy idiot faggot. I'm just not gonna do that. And that has nothing to do with his uh, sexual preference, by the way. Uh. Because I'd totally That's hang out with It's the gamer version people. of Faggot. I'd totally ga- hang out with gay people. You know, my favorite thing about hanging out with gay people is uh, that they think I'm attractive. Because
2: I. <laughs> <that. laughs> Makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> hey. You know bitches, what? No. I think you're right. I am an attractive man. Thank you. If you call, uh, if you refer
1: to gay homosexual men as bitches, is that. Is that being woke? Start calling transsexual male to females bitches. See how long that works.
2: I mean, women don't like I it. I don't like
1: hanging out with transsexuals, though, because I, I don't want them to off me when they off themselves. <laughs> I don't want to play around I mean, with that
2: stuff. You might make, like, a weird double suicide pact without letting you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm ending it today. What do you mean? I filled every, all the food with rat poison.
2: What? You mean the food I just ate?
1: <laughs> we can go together. I secretly have been in love with you. Oh, God. I just wanted to be friends. End up friend zoning a tranny? I just wanted some of this food. I think men, I think straight men should start friend zoning gay men. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> What do you mean? To what What end? To the same end that women do it. Free shit. And (laughs) affect Without any reciprocation. I mean, okay. (laughs) Worst case is you deal with the same thing they deal with, right? Is every now and then you're going to get the gay guy that just wants to, like, slit your throat in your sleep and buttfuck you before he... It's taken to prison forever.
2: Oh, right? Buffalo Bills, style.
1: Yeah. I mean, that happens between women and men that are in those situations. You just got to make sure you don't friends on the wrong motherfucker. Motherfucker.
0: Simple as that. Monty, how do you like Fallout
2: 76? <laughs> uh, it's a mixed opinion. I enjoy playing it. But I really hate it at the same time. It's interesting how that works.
1: Just like his girlfriend.
2: Yeah, I'm a <laughs> fucking sadist. I'm <laughs> shit. A masochist.
1: Mastic, masticate. You now, if you yeah. masticate,
2: you're There's eating. A lot of shit about that pisses me off. Like, uh, you know, it it being at its core supposed to be a multiplayer game and then telling teammates to fuck off and do their own shit when you're doing certain missions kind of dumb uh what else uh the storage system is fucking retarded cuz you can only store 800 units of weight
1: when the game first came out it was 400 <clears throat>
2: Well, I mean, it's still shit if you ask me.
1: Might have actually been two hundred. I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Uh, the weight system sucks. The building system kind of sucks as well. It could use some some polishing, in my opinion. What could? Like uh, the the base building. Oh
0: well I mean it would be an easy fix because there was someone made a mod for Fallout four that just made everything snap in easier and it worked really well. Oh. But uh, you know, can't mod Fallout seventy six. So.
2: Apparently you can do like inventory management mods. Like there there is a mod out there for like categorizing shit better in your but I ain't going to touch that because I don't know if it'll get me banned or not.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've always hated the inventory system in games like this. In Skyrim, too, it's just... There's so much fucking bullshit junk that you just pick up, and your inventory is just very, like, Excel spreadsheet, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, moving on, uh, let's talk about uh, World of Warcraft. That's the last thing I got on the list. Uh, They did a uh, little showcase for Shadowlands over the weekend, last weekend. Or maybe it was the week, whatever, something like that. Um, There's a lot of people bitching about covenant abilities not being balanced. They've been doing that since they first talked about Covenant Abilities, I know Asmongold's a big fucking advocate for that. Like, oh, you, you've got to balance it so that I can look like a badass but also get the best-in-slot thing. And then, Listen, I understand that complaint. We've talked about this before in the past, multiple times. Like, uh, yeah, of course. That's how it should be, right? I mean, I, sh- I should 100% be able to look the way I want while also enjoying the content that I want. To some degree. I mean, I, I would say that... And I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here. Devocates Advil. Uh, advocate Advil. Devocates Advil.
2: Advil, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: And to a degree, I'm going to do it doubly so because... While I absolutely think that that's the case, you know, 100% that is the case. I should absolutely be able to, in my opinion, get access to all the best-in-slot gear and item-level stuff and look as cool as I want. I should have access to the same fucking shit without having to do stuff that I don't want to do. And this is kind of the area where I agree with Gold on that. Well, the reality is he's agreeing with us because we've been saying this for a long time while he sat here on a throne of elitism saying that shouldn't be the case. So it's just kind of rich that now all of a sudden he wants it to be that way. Like now, now he wants, you know, to be able to look however he wants by choosing the covenant that he desires but at the same time, you know, he also wants the best-in-slot fucking uh, covenant ability. So, I don't get this complaint that he has because it's completely against everything he's ever said. Uh, But, hey, whatever. He's on our side. I don't now. know. For
0: some reason, he's always wanted, like, always the best shit to come from raiding. And it doesn't even seem like he enjoys raiding. But he thinks that's well, like the tippy top love, of the fucking yeah. gameplay experience for some reason. I would
1: love to pull the, the user base 100% across the board and see what their opinion is. I would love it. I would love to see Blizzard, for one expansion, make it to where the best gear in the game, the highest item level, can come from multiple avenues. PvP, raiding, arenas, battlegrounds, re- dungeons. You know, I mean, it's kind of like that. Well, no, I'm also saying crafting like shit that's not necessarily difficult rewarding the best item level and difficult stuff rewarding cosmetics. I want to see that happen and then I want to see the metric data on how many fucking people are actually doing raiding now. That's what I want to see. That's the data that I want to see because if you look at Raid Finder, Raid Finder is massively successful. Just insanely successful. Uh, and why is that? Because there's people that go there and want to get the gear. It's not a fun experience. Nobody does it for the reason that Blizzard intended. The Blizzard did it so that people can experience the content without having to worry about getting 20 people together. It's not only that, the- but like a lot, that. if you try to get into a raid that's not Raid Finder,
0: people are like, link your fucking ahead to the curve achievement, which means you finish the raid on Heroic before the next content patch came out. So right. in order to get into the raid... You got to have already done the raid and people right. don't want to fucking bring new people through it, it for some reason.
2: shit in fucking Destiny, man.
1: Well, and this is the problem. Blizzard promotes elitism. Bungie did it with prestige. The concept of prestige. These things just promote elitism. Look at one of the most popular WoW streamers. He's an elitist who is now suddenly begging for non-elitism. I'm sorry. If you want the best in- devil's advocate here, Arguing from Asmongold's old point of view, his old point of view from a week ago, <laughs> uh, if you want the best in slot gear, you got to do like everybody else does and join the covenant that everybody else joins, right? I mean, that's the same argument. If you want the best gear in the game, you got to raid, mythic raid like everybody else. Why should you get shit if you don't do mythic raiding? Why the fuck do you, should you get the best covenant ability if you don't look like a gay fairy faggot? running around through the little Shadowlands forest. (laughs) Pixie forest, bitch. I'm not saying that's the one, but I'm just making a point. So people are claiming that people will just go to the covenant with the best ability. Yeah, no shit, man. Let's play devil's advocate uh, for the developer for a second. Now, you know my position. I think that, yes, of course, you should be able to pick whatever covenant you want for visuals and for aesthetic and, and role play purposes or whatever, and still be able to choose whatever ability you want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm not asking for homogenization. I just think your, your covenant should be a secret pack that's made not based off of whatever, um, or, or, you know, whatever they can come up with to make that happen. They're trying to make the different covenants unique and they're already unique through their flavor more so than the abilities they offer. So you don't really need to make the abilities unique. You can have some unique abilities here and there that are utility-based, like the vampire guys having more of a health vampirism-type thing that you get kind of passively or something or just whatever. But when it comes to the abilities, those main core abilities, I think they should either all be homogenized if you're too afraid to do some kind of back-end thing where somehow you get access to the other Covenant shit. And people are saying, I can't wait to be able to pick whatever covenant ability I want in 9.3. <laughs> like, and, you know, rightfully so, they're giving some shit to the developers. <clears throat> but let's play devil's advocate for the developer here. Um, <clears throat> so if you take the ability over visual, visual is not that important. It's not as important as you claim, right? If you think the ability is more valuable then the visual of the Covenant, the armor and the mounts and all that, then it's the visual's not as important as you claim. We we kind of work in that aspect. Now, of course, the world's not black and white, so it's not that great of an argument, but I've, here's a little bit of a better thing. Uh, people claim like PvP is centered around crowd control, uh, so Pv- people will take the, the crowd control one over all the other ones. Well, maybe that's a problem more with the way PvP's design being so centric on crowd control and shit, but And, you know, a lot of this stems from... And people are comparing this to Azerite gear. And I would say that the problem with the community in World of Warcraft right now is they don't understand the real issues every expansion. The real issue with Azerite gear wasn't the mundane abilities and some abilities were better than others. That wasn't the problem. The the problem was that random gear would drop with random fucking uh, Azerite gear or traits. And so you had to continue farming pieces of gear to get the Azerite traits that you wanted in the proper combination. There was no way to mix and match combinations of Azerite traits the way you wanted. Now, Blizzard could have fixed that by going, okay, you can pick and choose what Azerite traits are on gear, and when a piece of gear drops, you unlock access to that Azerite trait for any piece of Azerite armor, and you can mix and match however you want. And if they were too afraid of... That kind of customization, they could have easily put limitations, like you can only get one of this trait or two of this trait or whatever, uh, or or even like a thing where there's a pool system where you have a th- similar to corruption. You have a thousand points. Each trait is worth a certain amount of points and it diminishes based off how many you put in. What anything like that? They could have they could have done that. Okay, the real issue was with not being able to keep good item. Like you would get, you would have. a a helmet that has all the traits you could hope for on a piece of gear. And then another piece of gear drops. That's 10 item levels higher or 15 item levels higher. Just for the sake of argument, I won't say five or 10, 15 item levels higher, which is, which is unanimously considered to be better than those traits. Like take 15 item levels above any trait. Now you have a new piece of gear. This 15 item level upgrade, but the traits you've just lost traits so it could it could change your playstyle it could change the the way your character performs in game now suddenly even though your stats are better and and the armor's better it, your shit's not really working in the proper what I you mean consider, it, it's the uh, same
0: thing with corruptions i mean studio. you can you could take something that's you know you have twilight devastation on a 445 piece and then you get a 475 piece that's better in every way, but your DPS goes down because you don't have fucking Toilet Devastation Corruption. Right. Because random.
1: Random. So that's something people need to understand. That's that's the real issue uh, That that is happening with Azerite Trade. This Covenant system is not the Azerite System 2.0. The Covenant system, you can choose a Covenant, and then you can... It's basically a talent... It's basically artifact weapons from legion basically what it is you put shit into it you pick a path you with the exception that Azurite gear uh, not right but uh legion artifacts you'd eventually get everything <clears throat> this one i don't know if you'll get everything eventually i, I don't think that's a, a thing that happened okay so now that we're beyond that Let's look at the developer thing that somebody mentioned that I I think is a pretty good point that was made. So let's play. People, People were asking, like, why do we have these talent systems when the talent system we have as a base talent system is shit? Why keep introducing these different talent systems every time? Okay, let's say you put in a bunch of player options and power that can be unlocked over the course of an expansion, just from a developer standpoint. This gives the player a progression path to work towards. They love, you know, the players love this kind of shit. All across the board, the most successful games are player progression path games. Okay? But what do you do when the next expansion comes out? If you leave it exactly as is, the newer returning players have to grind out a ton of the last expansion's content before they're caught up enough to even start the current expansion. So that's not good. So you could tweak it so everyone gets the full unlocks for free when they level into uh, the new expansion. Okay, I agree with that. So that, that might work once. But now you're stacking so many variables and multipliers that it's hard to have room for the next expansion to offer anything new. Okay. It's it's like starting a brand new single-player RPG already in New Game+. Plus with all the powers and unlocks of the last installment. You know, we see this typically in sequel games. You'll play a game, you'll become a badass. Next sequel, they got to strip the powers from you. If they don't, you're pretty much a god already, and there's no challenge to the game whatsoever. Now, a lot of people could argue, and I would argue that fun should be more important than challenge. But, you know, you imagine playing a game like Fallout 76. If you have everything and you've done everything, what's the point of playing the fucking game? It's like Destiny. Destiny is a fun game to jump into and shoot people because the shooting mechanics are fun and enjoyable. But once there's no content, what do you do? There's nothing to do. It's just monotonous. It's like having a job now. So it's something that you, what you do end up doing typically is you put it aside and you come back to it later when you just feel like shooting shit. Of course, there's better games out there for that kind of uh, mentality. You know, you can always just play call of duty or something if you just want to shoot some shit and have a good time shooting some shit. But uh, there's something to be said about that. Sure. So, this leaves us two extremes from a developer's perspective. Either you do a partial wipe of player progression with the new expansion so they can start the process over, or you only offer a mi- very minimal player progression so that there's less impact to it being carried over to the next expansion. Now, this is just a game of opinions here. Previously, World of Warcraft tried the latter solution and still had to do general resets every few expansions as things built up too much. So what you would see is things like Mists where they did complete reworks of classes and things like that, and it was very time-consuming. A lot of effort had to be put into it. And you saw people coming out of the other end not even recognizing the classes that they played anymore uh you know you're talking about situations like um just for example the uh weapons from legion those felt good they were very powerful and then they got stripped away from you at the end that wasn't fun nobody enjoys having shit stripped away from them so it seems like blizzard's new perspective ever since bfa and moving forwards uh, is kind of to do the minimal player progression that has less of an impact so that you, know, you can take elements from that and continue forward with it. So you, we, what we see coming out of uh, Shadowlands is a lot of carryover from BFA, a lot of systems that carry over from that in terms of power progression. Like, of course, we're getting rid of corruption and corruptions are going to go away but that will be replaced by another system of nearly equal power gain. The problem here, and this, is, this isn't, this is again, I'm taking devil's advocate stance here for the developers, you know. <clears throat> Blizzard has definitely switched over to making things clearly borrowed power from the outset and doing a smaller reset every new expansion, but I don't know. Is it better to have these smaller hits every time rather than... A Mr. Pandaria star all grand revision. I don't know. My personal opinion is I kind of like the grand revisions. It makes it feel like a new game, you know, feels like, uh, you're having these big impactful changes that you can do with story elements. It feels more grandiose and, uh, exciting. Um, you know, that's just kind of how I feel, about, that's my personal opinion. Uh, I know that there's people out there that'll have a differing opinion, whatever. I'm not... Uh, I can't just really see that decision.
0: It just seems like as they keep adding all these corruptions and Azrite traits and abilities and stuff, they keep adding all these little passive things in the background that happen and you never notice they're happening. But then they keep giving you content that you kind of need. That like Instead of pure item level or pure stats or pure player level being giving you the power is these little passive things in the background that just kind of happen that you never noticed. And like all right. that shit could just be condensed down into, but like, just think about doing one fucking ability and all the calculations that need to happen to show uh, like all the RNG and all the little damage bonuses. Like the, the way they scale it when they add those things, is just fucking stupid to me.
1: Yeah, I agree. One second. One second. I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with that he was he was calling me over there. Hold on. Uh, I absolutely agree with that. I think that uh, that is certainly not enjoyable to have your power scaled down so drastically to some degree. I I, I don't want power scaling to be massive. Uh, I want power switching. I think, is a better solution. I think I think the best thing to do is suck away the strength of a character at the beginning of every expansion and have them have to build back up, but make it more grandiose each time to some degree or another. Uh, based off the... Well, the problem and, is and, when
0: they when they add things, they don't add, like, you know, random shit. They, they add things that you, you become accustomed to because it's now part of the play style, and then they don't fucking... Replace it with anything. And then you're just left feeling like it's an empty class. Like, classes, their core fucking rotation, the way they're supposed to be played, should remain the same until you get, like, set bonuses or something.
1: Well, they've taken away set bonuses. I know. (laughs) Um, Fucking terrible. Because they were, like, nice little things, but they weren't necessary. I don't mind it because they put way too much emphasis on it. You're right that it would be better if they were nice little things that weren't necessary. Because for the longest for the longest time, that was the and case. And there were other ways to get them other than
0: mythic rating. Yes,
1: other than mythic. Absolutely. See, that's really the crux of the issue. There's nothing wrong with sets having nice little bonuses that kind of even change up your play style. That's. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way that you have to play the game in order to get them. That's the problem. Forcing like like right now. Why don't want to
0: do? Why is it that you can only do like above mythic fifteen if you have Twilight Devastation? Everyone's gonna have fucking Twilight Devastation, right? It's just fucking dumb. And like, I don't even really like the idea of corruptions because some of them are just so overpowered. And they're random. Like, they, they don't add anything. It's just like, oh, sometimes my shit's off cooldown really fast and I can do, like, four Blade Dances in a row. Awesome. And it is awesome, but why can't you just make that part of the fucking next expansion's core gameplay? Maybe not to an extent, like, where you've stacked that corruption so many times that it's just ridiculous. Right. But, like, add it to a set bonus
1: or something. I would love to see... I would love to see a situation where it's more like the same power gain every time, every expansion. One that feels good, like, for example, Legion. I think Legion's power gain was fun. I mean, obviously, the uh, artifact system needed to be worked a bit, and I agree with that. Uh, Having it gated was not fun. You need to allow people that want to to just have their fun and grind shit out if they want to. On fucking, there needs to be the option for people out there that want to just sit down and fucking play 24 hours nonstop to be able to power up all the way day fucking one. Let them have their fun. That's what they see as fun. Let them fucking do it. If they want to Monty a video game and just get in there nonstop all the way to the end before his friends even get a chance to play it, go for it. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: <laughs> well, seriously, what the fuck are you talking about? That makes no sense. Makes sense to me. <laughs> How?
1: I'm just kidding. The
0: point no. is they fucking time gauge it. Like right now, if I wanted to get an upgrade on my Azerite pieces, right, I, I have to get it with Titan Residuum or Mythic rating. So I can get Titan Residuum, but I'm maxed on the amount I can get per week. And it takes... A little over two weeks, about two weeks, to get the Titan Residuum because you have to wait for your fucking Mythic chest to become available, and then it's in your Mythic chest,
1: right? Yeah, the same, same problem. So then I here. get it,
0: and it's still fucking random. So once I actually get the piece, it might not even be ideal, right? So yeah, the item level's better, and I have to take it because it's fifteen item levels better, but it might not be. It might not have the traits that I want on it, and that kind of gimps me. And same thing with the fucking, like, corruptions. Like, the store cycles twice a week, and you never know what's going to be on there, and you have to fucking grind out Echoes of Ny'alotha by raiding or doing mythics, and <laughs> there's only a certain amount you can get because there's only a certain amount of time, and it's, it's like, why can't I just grind this shit out? And even if you grind the shit out and get enough Echoes for what you want, you still have to fucking wait until it randomly shows up in the fucking rotation available for purchase. And you know what everyone's going to do. Like, oh, we've run the fucking Sims and this is the the best. This This is what you want.
1: Every single time. Every single time. And it's not a problem necessarily with that system. It's a problem of the acquisition and the randomness of it and shit like that. Like, if you're going to put stuff in the game where it's like, this is the best thing you can get, you have to give me alternatives on how to fucking get that. You can't just sit here and be like, oh, yeah, here's the best-in-slot thing in the game, and we put it in there, and every people have done The Sims, and they've shown that that's the best-in-slot thing, and eh, I'm just going to leave it. you going to leave it that way. Also, the only way you can get it is random, until we introduce this fucking system where you can buy it for also random shit that you get for doing other activities.
0: Anyways. <clears throat> I really I, wish I, they would just... Make everything have a clear way where you can just get things. I don't even mind if it takes
1: a while. Just don't fucking time gate that shit. Don't time gate it. I like the power gain of Legion. I'm going to throw that out there again. I like the Legion power gain. I think the artifact system has been worked on with Battle for Azeroth. I think they figured that out to a large degree. And that can be implemented to to make World of Warcraft great again. <clears throat> that's my opinion on it i think every expansion you should have the same power gain that you saw in legion where the story was epic it made you feel like a hero you were a badass you got a fucking item that made you feel like a badass and it can't be a piddly fucking necklace by the way i really wish they would just just always do weapons i
0: think weapon drops i honestly i know this is unpopular but i think weapon drops should be cosmetic like, honestly. Like, if you want to have one weapon that drops and it just applies to whatever class, like, instead of having fucking, I don't know, like pole arms drop for a demon hunter, just make it so that every single weapon drop is a weapon you can use. I agree. Double Two-fold. weapons. Double weapons should count as
1: one fucking weapon. Twofold situation here. Number one, every class it should be weapons every time. It should be artifact weapons every time. And just work it into your story. Like, Oh, in the next expansion, you don't necessarily lose all that power. It's just the enemies are much stronger, and you got to gain more power. In this expansion, you lost all the powers. So even though the enemies aren't as strong as the previous one, you got to build that power back up through a new system or a new metric. Whatever. Figure something out. You did it with Azerite. You could do it again. I mean, we should have had Azerite weapons this time. That's what it should have been. They should have been fucking artifact weapons, and they were called Azerite weapons. And they they we fed Az right into him. There's a stupid fucking necklace bullshit. Listen, we figured it out already, Blizzard. You don't need to keep coming up with different systems every time. I'm not saying like I'm against different system introductions, to, but certain systems should remain. Well, it's just a pain in the ass because the
0: only way that I can get weapons is the final drop in a mythic. Now there are well, some. There's a fucking
1: singlehander. You you gotta. Oh, now you got to wait. Now you got to die. You got to sword as a mage. You got to wait for that offhand.
0: Yeah, you got to. I mean, if you're using an offhand or if you use the two weapons, you got to do it twice. But the thing is, is like with Mythic Plus, they're repeatable. But the loot pool is only from that dungeon. So there are some dungeons where like a weapon I can use isn't even on the fucking table, on the loot table. So I got to fucking do specific dungeons and I have to do them at certain difficulties and pray that I get a drop at the end, and that drop is a weapon, and I got to do that twice.
1: It's annoying as shit. It really is. Uh, and also on top of that, like, the artifact weapons, you should be able to make them look like anything your class can equip. Doesn't matter if it's a one hand. Like, this idea that all ma- fire mages could only make their sh- their artifact look like, like... What the fuck was that? You'll you only get a sword as a fire mage. That's just fucking stupid.
0: There's a lot of good fire swords actually, but it pisses me off now because, as a mage, if I go in there, I have to find a sword specifically. If I like, I have a dagger right now, I can't make my dagger look like a sword.
1: This is exactly <coughs> my point. It, it should. I can make a sword
0: be- look like an artifact staff. Uh, it's 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 so fucking weird. I they really got to I mean, open up the transmog options like big time.
1: Absolutely. 100%.
0: So, uh... Anything else from World of Warcraft?
1: I mean... Not really. Uh, We can go over the thing real quick. While I wait for lead to populate in this fucking thing. What thing? This, uh resource extractor <clears throat> so there was a uh, developer in- interview with bell you and ian hazakosis about uh <clears throat> soul binds and conduits so a portion of the interview he asked questions about soul binds and conduits and you know it's talking about what we're talking about this is the big power gain for the next expansion soul binds and conduits and the design philosophy behind it and why the things why things are and aren't swappable So, it's just a summary of it. Conduits are going to be earned from dungeons, raid bosses, PvP, and vendors. That's good. That's more stuff than just raids. That's great. Hopefully it's not mythic dungeons only and arenas and PvP, but that's good. Conduits will not drop like relics and will be a bonus drop. They're talking about adding passive stats on them, possibly stamina to offset throughput benefits. And this is the kind of developer talk that I don't care about. Like People always want this shit like, what are you going to do about passive stats and throughput? Like, Who fucking cares, man? Stop talking like that. Stop talking like you're a developer too. Just fucking put fun shit in the game and good stats in the game and drop the gear. Stop talking to me about back-end fucking stat bullshit. Why was the design intention behind conduits being consumable instead of being swappable or a library-like system similar to the uh the azurite necklace so right now with the azurite necklace you unlock shit and you can swap them in and out apparently conduits are going to be consumable instead we'll see how that goes they say that uh if conduits were swappable the right way to play would be an inventory management nightmare you'd have a collection of conduits that you'd be hoarding and swapping in and out not if you made it a library system ian A bigger philosophical reason is choice and what customizing your character means. There are already a lot of systems that you make on a micro level like changing your spec or gear. Well, here's the thing, and this needs to be said across the board. Blizzard has already in the past made it to where you can change your spec on the fly in specific areas. And we talked about this with Azerite traits on gear. That should have been swappable. Now, the reason why we think that should be swappable isn't because we think everything in the game should be swappable. I don't have a problem with people making choices and having to live with those choices in the game. Uh, uh, but <laughs> that's different when it comes to tanking versus DPS. When I tank, my traits should switch to my tank traits. I shouldn't be forced to carry two sets of gear on something that's required to even be able to perform at a high level. I don't care. Or about, pay
0: fucking gold over and over to swap your fucking traits. Like
1: right. It needs to to act just like talents. The whole point of talent switching when you switch spec is because the the talents don't cross over from spec to spec, and neither do Azerite traits. So as long as conduits aren't something that's game-changing for your class, and as long as conduits change with your fucking spec, I'm fine with it. Even if they are game-changing to your class, if they change with your spec, I don't care. I'm okay with having to live with choices. I don't have a problem with that. Now, that's out of the way. Uh, This is similar to things you can do in Soulbind. Swap Soulbind NPCs or Soulbind paths. There are also systems which are less mutable, such as your class and race, and this is where covenants fall. Conduits are more flexible than Legion Relics. They're comparing them to the relics used to slot into legion items, legion weapons to make them higher item level. As you couldn't have two loadouts for socketing Ashbringer, but there are three soulbinds and multiple different paths within each soulbind to create many different loadouts. Conduits are where they think the permanent customization will lie. Okay. Nadja's soulbind tree has a duelist trait that emphasizes single target DPS, and you may decide to put a conduit in that line that synergizes with single target damage. Yeah, again, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with them going like, if you make a decision to upgrade your single target DPS, you have to live with that. We're not, we're not trying to make it to where it changes based on. I, I don't care about those situations, and I know there's a lot of raiders out there that do. They're like, uh, but what about? I like to be able to change my talent. I buy a butt, I buy like a hundred tomes of the clear mind so that (laughs) in between trash pulls and bosses, I could change from AoE talents to single target talents. Okay. Whatever, man. Like, you have a problem. The game should not be built that way. The game shouldn't be built around the ideal that in between different trash pulls and bosses. Uh, it's a single boss. Uh, okay, guys, here comes a five-pack 5, five pack pull, five 5 enemies in this pack. All right, I'm spec for AOE. Let's go. All right, next pull is just one big guy. All right, let me spec over to single target. I don't want to play like that. And listen, if people want to play like that, that's fine. But I don't want to hear you crying about Blizzard. I've and- always hated that. I've and- always hated and-
0: having to switch. Fucking talents or having to switch gear or having to switch anything just because, well, um, uh, I usually run dungeons, but now I got to fucking do a yeah, raid. I switch,
1: switch over to my raid. Like,
0: I understand, and, like, it's not even built into the game. Like, I understand that if you go, if you do mostly dungeons and you get your shit for dungeons, that it's not going to be as good in a raid. The problem is, certain people won't let you into the raid unless you have those fucking things. Like, I'm totally willing to go in there unoptimal- spec for dungeons to do raid and yeah i'll fucking do awesome on raid trash and not so much on the boss whatever but you got these mm-hmm. fucking elitist assholes that are like me link your fucking achievement we're gonna be checking your gear like
1: fuck off now let me uh, prove once again that i'm the best game developer of all time in existence who doesn't develop video games yet uh i can fix this problem I'm just going to spitball this off the top of my head right now. Just We're going to do it live like Bill O'Reilly, okay? Here's a system that would work really well in a video game like World of Warcraft. And it, it, part of it stems from Bungie. Bungie had a good idea with the gear that drops in the raid giving you mods on that gear that then affected your performance in that raid. Here's an idea with Blizzard. How about set bonuses? H- how about you earn... The best eye level gear in the game from various activities. Uh, so if you like crafting, you can craft. If you like doing dungeons, you can dungeon. If you like raiding, you can raid. They all give you the same access to stuff, and then you get set bonuses based off of some kind of unlock. So like maybe a long quest line, or uh, you know that involves doing certain dungeons, like complete every, like an achievement an achievement that awards a set bonus to that best best item level gear. There's a single fucking piece of gear that everybody gets for their class uh, since they're, they they want to be done with the whole making multiple sets because they're fucking lazy. How about every class gets a single set, it looks a certain way, every tier, and you tie to these tiers achievements that you release with every big major update or patch, that introduces a new raid or new tier of something. And every, by the way, every one of those patches should also introduce new dungeons. It should introduce new crafting materials and new crafting uh, items uh, in terms of the set. The set should be introduced to the craft. Like if you're a tailor, you should be able to make an entire cloth set. If you're a leather worker, your entire leather work set, not just goggles, not just uh, boots. I can make a pair of boots. I'm a tailor. Can you make a dress? Nope. I'm fucking retarded. (laughs) <laughs> okay so every fucking profession like that can do that and i don't mean jewel crafter sorry jewel crafters go fuck yourself you can make necklaces and rings i'm fine with that but those aren't part of the sets you can make ring sets and shit if you wanted to whatever trinkets what have you blah 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 but you should absolutely be able to take up leatherworking and make the best in slot the top fucking tier uh bet high i i'm talking about doing it destiny style is tie it to an item level <clears throat> based off of gear, you still have levels. Don't do stupid like Destiny and get rid of actual levels. That would be retarded. <clears throat> but you you have a gear level and it's this. And it has nothing to do with different levels or layers of raids and dungeons. Okay? And then what happens is to get the set bonus that makes you perform better in dungeons, whether it be dungeons, heroic dungeons, mythic plus, you have to do all of the uh, the achievements, you have to complete the achievements. Uh, l- the specific achievement, not the achievements, but the achievement that's like uh, something simple, like complete every dungeon once, like go through every dungeon once. Uh, maybe, maybe even do something like the heroic mode stuff that you do. Make those useful again. Instead of just some reskinned fucking mount, Uh, you could still have the mount attached to it, or you could still have one that's separate to the mount, whatever you want to do, but tie in the set bonus to where when you complete, let's say you have to run, there's like stipulations to it. First of all, you have to do each of the dungeons that exist for that expansion once, okay? And then you have to do, you know, a couple of those dungeons, maybe have some things you have to do in them that are special that don't really hinder your group or anything like that. And then when you complete that, you unlock the set bonus on your piece of gear now normally you have an outdoor set bonus that's tied to an achievement from world quest or something that gives you an overall benefit when you're outdoors and then you have when you go into a dungeon that set bonus gets overridden by the dungeon set bonus and when you go into a raid it gets overridden by the raid set bonus that you have to earn from doing raids or pvp etc so everybody has the same gear set for their class but then the set bonuses are based off the things that you do in those areas. So if I don't want the raid set bonus, I don't have to go into a raid. I can still get set bonuses that help me do the things that I like to do, and it's really cool and interesting. And they don't have to be overpowered or or change your play style or anything like that. They can just be cool shit that they've always had. You know, I I don't understand why Blizzard has this mentality of ah, oh, if we make raid sets, we got to balance everything around your raid set. What? You fucking made it. That's the dumbest excuse I've ever heard. And you also don't... You also don't have to do that. (laughs) Like... Just stop doing things that are so drastic. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. All
0: the fucking random passives and all the crazy shit that they keep adding through your artifact and corruptions and stuff. It's like everything in Endgame is balanced towards having a certain amount of those random fucking effects. It's like, why? Like, I get Mythics because they just go on forever. If you want to do Mythic 30 and it turns out that your build lets you do that, then fine. But it doesn't give you any really any better rewards than doing it in Mythic fifteen, right? So that's just for you to like do something that. But if you want to just go into a Mythic fifteen and fucking wreck shit, then what's the, what's so fucking wrong with that? Yeah, what's wrong with that? I mean, I can already go back and do heroics. I mean, we carried a whole fucking group through Mechagon, just the two of right. us.
1: Just the two the of whole
0: them. fucking team was locked out of the boss and we still beat <laughs> it. <Like.
1: laughs> yeah, uh, that's fun. Uh, and then, you know, on top of that, you can have mythics and mythic raids, mythic dungeons, uh, arenas, all of these tied into either achievements or whatnot to access unique items that are just for visuals. Just, you know, look at Asmongold. Okay, here's your elitist champion on the fucking internet, what does he do? He goes after fucking... He doesn't go after... Rarely does he go after gear upgrades. The most popular shit he does is going after collections. Things that are appearances. People love cosmetics. I mean, Blizzard is the same company that runs their entire Overwatch game off of cosmetics. People will pay real money for cosmetics. All of the things that give you prestige should be based off cosmetics. Prestige should be cosmetics. We've we've all agreed if this okay, if World I mean, was a fucking You, uh, you can have it be an game. option that like you you also get
0: gear. Of course you'll get gear from raiding, but like it shouldn't be like, man, I really need this one fucking piece to be effective. So I gotta find a group that's willing to take me without that piece so I can get that piece. So I can keep well, doing this shit. When, when I, I have, have that piece. Gear,
1: you'd get the same gear but that it, I'd get for sitting on my ass crafting stuff. Yeah, Right, but because it shouldn't
0: be like, I, I don't want to do the raid, but I have to because I need this fucking piece. Course. It should be like, yeah, you get gear and like, oh, hey, this is cool. I could use this. That should be the mentality is I want to do the raid
1: and hey, cool. I got a piece that I could actually use, but I wasn't here for it. because It's fun, not because it's the, the only way to get that gear. Here's the thing. If we were playing a shooter game, World of Warcraft was Call of Duty. If it was a shooter game and the developer was going, you have to do this one activity to get the best guns in the game. And this activity requires a lot of fucking dedication and time and effort. People would be pissed. They'd be pissed off. It wouldn't be acceptable. Instead, how does it work? Oh, you get access to the guns just from playing the game. Just playing the game in any activity you want gets you the the, the guns, the, unlocks you the guns and shit. And then anything else beyond that is cosmetic. If you want to earn some certain cosmetics, you go do certain things. I mean, that's how the games should be. This is World of Warcraft. It should be like that now. We're 15 fucking years. I'm just so
0: fucking tired of people shit. being like, oh, but I want to be skill-based and chat." Look it. World of Warcraft yeah, is a- not challenging. Really- okay? The only
1: reason it's challenging is because you're undergeared for shit. Well, but, that was true. If they wanted it to be skill-based and and, and challenging, they wouldn't play Mythic, so that they wouldn't pick up gear that makes them do Mythics easier. That is also true. But the thing is,
0: is like playing World of Warcraft becomes very robust. I mean, when was the last time you played World of Warcraft and you weren't watching something in the background?
1: That's the game I play when I want to watch something in the background. Yeah. <laughs> That's the... Not- it's the only game i can play like i can't i'll sit here at my computer and go man i'd right. love that's to what play i'm saying like, you set up your fucking keys you
0: learn your rotation and you do it over and over and over and oh. over and over until you just know it
1: well that's true with any mmo like it, it, I, I would be saying this about any mmo that i play world of warcraft star wars the old republic um any, Elder Scrolls Online, any of these games are great games to watch something in the background while you fuck around and play it. Because it's not difficult. It's not a challenging game. And if you want that challenge, it's there for you in unlocking cosmetics and mythic raids and mythic dungeons. That's how it should be. I shouldn't have to fucking get together with people to do fucking mythic raids and dungeons to get the best gear in the game. It's It just doesn't make any sense. And if you're in it for a challenge... Or one a leader, it's one thing
2: Division 2 kind of actually did really well.
0: Division 2, you can play the whole game fucking solo if you want. Yeah.
1: Should be. Then they introduce raids. Fucking idiots.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think there's anything in those raids that are 100% necessary to mm-hmm. get, right? It's kind of an optional thing.
2: I suppose. Isn't there a raid in Fallout? Yeah,
1: there uh. are raids in Fallout. The uh, the vaults are raids. Well, I mean, it's four-man. Four-man dungeons, really. It's not raids.
0: <clears throat> yeah, someone's got to come up with a system that fucking changes the... Uh paradigm a little bit. Like, I still can't believe that, like, the one thing that's carried through from vanilla all the way to BFA is fucking mythic rating is where it's at.
1: Like,
0: or not, you know, not necessarily mythic rating, but rating.
1: Tired and old.
0: It's so fucking boring, too. Like, I get, like, I get, like, being, I get, like, going in there and trying to figure shit out and, you know, progressing and Finally getting it done. But after that happens, like what the only thing that people go back in there for is gear, like how many times you really want to sit there for like four to eight hours wailing on your fucking rotation against this fucking spongy ass boss it is week, after for- week after week after week after week after week and never get into the fucking drop. Like you don't even need the drop, right? You just kind of want it because it would uh, it would help you out.
1: It is the weakest element of any MMO today is the fucking raiding bullshit. Like, it's such an old, outdated thing that just... It's like one of the only things that has not changed in in MMOs, and it's terrible. It's old and outdated. It's the same thing every time. Prove me wrong. Change my fucking mind. There is nothing different about today's raids than there is about yesterday's raids the burning crusade wrath of the lich king what's so different about those raids compared to now i'll give you that the raids in cat in-, in vanilla were different they were less complicated that's all you'll get from me on that the raids in uh, in classic which is fucking upheld as the best thing that they ever did were less complicated and there was no such thing as varying difficulties and anybody that says that raiding was harder is a fucking idiot. I led raids, 40 fucking people, half of the fucking raid can go off and sit in a fucking corner while the other half does the actual work. That's why they changed it to 20 fucking people. It's fucking pointless. More people mean more people can make mistakes. Simple as that. Less people means more complicated. See how this worked? What is the most difficult thing that ever came out of World of Warcraft? The fucking mage tower. 100% the mage tower. Who's going to fucking deny that mythic rating mythic plus. Give me a fucking break. People are pull AOE pulling trash through fucking mythic and just fucking it's, it's pickups. People are doing pickups with that shit now and and mythic rating. People pick up mythic rating all the time. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. It's the only complication is the overly complicated boss fights for no fucking reason. Hey Monty, come watch this shot. Now, watch the shot. (laughs) No, really, come here. Get down, get down. Make sure I'm in uh, optimal range here. In before you're out of range. Almost got him. (laughs) Almost one shot him. Black powder rifle. It's not even a high level one i need to upgrade oh. it it's a uh, level 35 238
2: damage it's like a level 15 zone i think can you put 10. suppressors on uh those oh, okay. black powder well, you...
1: i watched you try to kill them it took forever i don't know if you can put suppressors on there's definitely muzzle slot in the uh modification station
0: Well, i don't think it would make much sense
1: who knows maybe you stick a
0: cork in the end
1: of it or something Single shot.
0: So, uh, what else? We talked about Fallout. We talked about World of Warcraft. We talked about the
1: crazy retarded world of politics. Well, you got Death Stranding coming out in a few days. Oh, that's gonna be good, don't you? You son of a bitch! It was a great game. How fucking dare you, Hideo Kojima? You should be licking Hideo Kojima's balls, you son of a bitch! (laughs) All right, (laughs) a little aggressive there. Apologies. Uh, that's coming out in a few days it's going to be pretty cool there's something else coming out soon Um, god what was it we talked about fuck
2: you Monty
1: wow (laughs) wow why am I getting picked on
2: (laughs) you get your ass kicked saying something like that man
1: Let's look at the video game releases and we'll wrap it up, I guess. Uh, new and upcoming video game. Whoa! <clears throat> 2020 in video games. COVID-19. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Major events, impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. Fuck off. It's not even a pandemic anymore. It's below the threshold. Shut the fuck up. All right, July. We got uh, Marvel's Iron Man VR came out the third of this month. I haven't played it. People say it's okay. I think it's a PlayStation only.
0: I didn't say that. People mm-hmm. say that.
1: People said People it's it. it pretty I good. Say that. I agree I with them. People say that, uh, and you know, these are they're pretty smart people. So I'll take their, you know, word for it. We have the we have the best uh, we have the best video games, folks. But- Death Stranding is the 14th. That's two days from now on Windows. I think it's going to be great. They're going to. It's going to have all the changes from its original release to now. An example of that is in the original, that when it came out, one of the annoying things was every time you'd get close to the enemies, the thing that turns on with the baby, it would <clears throat> slow down time and zoom around and show you that it's enabling and it took up maybe 15 seconds every single time and If you left the area and came back, it would do the same thing. So it was pretty annoying. And people said that, and Kojima was like, we take that out. We take that out. So, you right? So that's what he did. Took it out. And uh, they made it to where it only does it the first time. And I think you can disable it, or maybe it's just out. I don't don't remember for sure. Stuff like that is really nice. The game is really good. It has vehicles. It has this really cool system of like, you, you really don't think you would. You know, like package delivery. And you deliver packages, and you're like, I got this motorcycle now, and that's cool. But wouldn't it be better if I had a road? Man, if I had a road, I could avoid all these enemies on the road and not have to worry about them throwing their electrical spears and knocking me off my bike or something. And you go to the road, and you're like, man, that's a lot of materials to build that road up. And you find yourself going, I'm just going to stop and build the whole fucking road up this whole place, and then I'm going to just run packages everywhere. Fuck the main story. I'm not (laughs) You just find yourself stopping. I don't know. I, I think I spent three days not even progressing the story, just topping off an area because you get all these patterns and stuff that these uh, recipes for helping people and better versions of it. There's a lot of cool shit in that game. That game is definitely worth worth full price. I would pay full price for that again. Again, nine out of 10. That game's a nine out of 10. It only goes down to a nine because it's the weird Kojima funk, funky shit going on, you know, which I, I enjoyed in Metal Gear Solid, but this has got even more as Kojima gets older you can really start to see the insanity get worse. You know, like (laughs) the dementia is kicking in. (laughs) Like Metal Gear Solid didn't have a lot of kooky stuff. And then Metal Gear Solid 2 had some kooky stuff. And then Metal Gear Solid 3 got real kooky. Metal Gear Solid 4, even kookier, came back a little bit. He's kind of scaled it back a little bit to wrap up that story. Metal Gear Solid 5 was, you know, he was just kind of playing around. A little bit of kooky stuff going on there a little bit of supernatural stuff. He likes to add that kind of stuff in there. Some of that here, a lot of supernatural stuff going on. He, he really likes that. He's a Japanese guy. that's an anime and shit, So he really likes all those elements and he puts them in his art and all that. And I think it's, I think it's great, but he only gets a nine out of 10 because uh, even though the story is followable, it's not like a story where you're going to end the story and go, what? It's very followable, but there's a lot of things in it. That's just like, okay, dude, <laughs> like, all right, whatever, man. I mean, it's not embarrassing or anything. It's just the kind of stuff you probably wouldn't show your wife you know, or your girlfriend or your mom that you that's something that you enjoy. It's like watching anime. Anime (laughs) is very nice. A lot of animes are 9 out of 10. You know, Dragon Ball Z 9 out of 10. Why? Because there's stuff in there where it's like hey, we're battling and it's fucking cool and badass, but then there's like the cringy little moments of like going too far in the badass direction where it gets a little cringy or the moments where they bring it back too far and now it's Goku and his sons eating pasta on the couch and you're just thinking like why are we here <laughs> like, can we get to the next fight or the next you know thing that matters I don't care about this I like the useless stuff where it's like Goku stops to sacrifice himself so everybody can have time to do what exactly why why? Why are we giving time for everybody? None of these people are going to beat this bad guy. Every single time. Every single time. I gotta give Piccolo and Chaozu and Yamcha an opportunity to train so that they can help fight against Cell. Really? Yamcha? Yamcha's... Yeah? Okay. <laughs> I know there's a lot of Yamcha fans out there. But uh, he stopped being relevant after Dragon Ball. Okay? At some point when you decide that Goku's an alien, and he's a part of the superior alien race of people that can become way more powerful than the average human. All of these human characters, they take a back seat, okay? Jesus fucking Christ. Can we just get real? Yeah, Uh, Let's see. NASCAR Heat, if you're into racing games, came out on the 10th. Hyperscape came out the 12th. That was a game that they literally announced at the Ubisoft thing. It just came out today, apparently. Uh, Hyperscape's an upcoming free-to-play first-person shooter battle royale game. Jesus, they're still making this. Developed by Ubisoft Montreal and published by Ubisoft. The game is notable for its integration with video game live streamers, which allows viewers on Twitch to affect... Developed by
0: Ubisoft and brought to you by Ubisoft. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. (laughs)
1: Well, that sounds terrible, letting fucking Twitch decide the outcome of a match. How about the outcome of the match is the skill of the player? Can we just get that for once in a goddamn BR game? All these fucking streamers that are like, can we get a game that integrates Twitch? How about fuck you? You're literally like 1% of the gaming player base Twitch streamers that are popular. You're like 1% of the fucking gaming player base and you want games made around you, Jesus Christ, these people are so far there. By the way, if I see one more fucking streamer bitching about their life and how complicated it is, you literally have people that go and get on roofs all day in the summer of July and the heat of July in in, in America who are up on rooftops, hammering nails into a roof, putting somebody's roof on it so that they don't have rain coming into their house and shit, getting sunburned, eating away their lives every single day doing that. They come home and get four hours a day to enjoy themselves, and you got these streamers over here like, I feel like I need a break from the... Like, the worst thing is YouTubers. I can understand streamers to a degree because it's like you have to put in at least six hours of a stream. If you get on and do like an hour of a stream every day, people are going to be like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Nobody's going to watch you. But but if you're on YouTube, if you're PewDiePie, you can literally just play... You can, you can record all of your week's footage, the whole week of your footage, in like an hour and a half and put up 10-minute videos all week long. You can put up seven 10-minute videos from just doing an hour and a half on a Sunday. And you don't even edit them. You have an editor that you pay that edits them for you. What the fuck are you talking about when you say you need a break? Are you fucking serious? (laughs) These fucking people. I mean, it's crazy because I needed a
0: break from streaming, and here I am still playing fucking 6 to 12 hours of video games a day because I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. (laughs) They don't deserve their fucking success. They're not passionate enough. Uh...
1: Let's see here. Super Hot Mind Control Delete, if you're into that game, and its games comes out. I don't know if it's DLC or something. Ghost of Tsushima is the big PS4 release. I love Tsushima. (laughs) It looks similar to a... uh, It looks like probably what a lot of people expected. Uh, What do you call it? Um, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. I think a lot of people expected Sekiro to kind of be like Ghost of Tsushima where the combat looks really good. Uh, it's got a lot of sneaking possibilities. Like, it's one of those games that kind of plays kind of the way you want. You're a samurai. Pretty cool. It's kind of a badass simulator. Something like that. You know. That's a game I never finished and probably never will. I might one day. Uh, when I get yeah. older and it gets harder as my fucking Twitch reflexes diminish. <laughs> Paper Mario Origami King, if you give a fuck about Nintendo. Crisis um, remastered for the Nintendo Switch, guys. Finally. the It Nintendo- can
0: run Crisis. Finally, it it's, finally it's only 20 run. years old. <laughs> Meanwhile, AMD just came out with a CPU that can run Crisis at like sixty frames per second max settings with no GPU. Meanwhile, the Switches over here, like we did it at seven twenty p. You guys made it, <laughs> made
1: it. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn comes out August seventh for the for uh, computers PC. That's a really good game, kind of game that uh, most of us here like. You know, it's a uh, it's not really a survival game. It's a story-driven game that has a lot of action elements and stealth gameplay and you know there's a little bit of crafting involved and a lot of open world questing and shit like that pretty fun game uh it was a ps exclusive but a lot of playstation games are coming off of exclusivity after like one year deals i'm okay with that you know because what comes out for the pc typically has all the fixes and changes and dlcs added to it and all that and that's uh although it's kind of weird that death stranding didn't get any dlc at all but i mean what are you going to dlc for that game i guess
2: complete story really metal gear survived death stranding edition
1: oh man metal gear survived that game it's so weird that they gave up on that oh well could have been so well, like- i don't
0: know if they gave up on it or we just haven't played it
1: <laughs> true i don't know i haven't seen any big updates told you man right? like
0: it wasn't a bad game aside from the fact that like
1: right.
0: it, you can never fucking go out and collect shit unless you're wearing your little mask thing yeah and that your fucking base can like even if your base is not doesn't meet the defensive requirements but you're there to defend it it's pretty easy to defend it with minimal damage meanwhile if you're not online it just does some kind of simulation calculation and completely fucks you over and you sign in and your fucking base is gone yeah, hated
2: God. that. Our bases are gone. That, that whole offline thing. Yeah, that's that was
1: a terrible decision on their part. That was a terrible decision. Like
2: I'm not. Watch Dogs comes out October
1: 29th. I don't know if I. I guess that's another game. Maybe they talked about it. No, that's uh, Maybe, the third one. Okay, yeah. I here's the thing. I thought that that was Watch Dogs 2, but no, that's Watch Dogs 3. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's the sequel to Watch Dogs 2. Okay, so that's actually got a release date and comes out October twenty uh, 29th. It does look good. I talked about it earlier. I don't think I'll pick it up right away. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is on the 17th of November. We already talked about that. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out the 19th, not the 17th. That was my mistake. Uh, I am playing the shit out of Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> so yeah that's really all there is in gaming uh, there's a lot of shit that don't have release dates so you know what was the name of that game we talked about recently um, that was like a uh, remnant we talked about it was like remnant
0: I don't know you talked about it I didn't retain the uh, the name
1: man what are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. It was some. It was some pretty interesting looking game. Uh, Apparently not. Well, the the title was forget. It was like Outriders or something. That might be it. Outlook maybe.
0: Like Microsoft Outlook.
1: No, Squaresoft Outlook. (laughs) It's Outriders, yeah. So Outriders looks like a fun game to play. Three-person co-op, perfect for us. Got like a uh, kind of a... Looks like the
2: world... (laughs) Three-person
0: co-op, like everyone gets to play or like two people get to play and one person is a robot
1: who goes and picks up up. (laughs) ammo. It's drop-in, drop-out. The release date is supposedly December 2020, so... That might be fun to play. It is on the Unreal Engine, so maybe Monty will be a robot. (laughs) (laughs) God. Yeah, that was hilarious. Stupid. (laughs) What was that? That was a big title, too. Gears Gears 5. Yeah, Gears 5. Hey, two people get to shoot guns, and you're a robot, loser. (laughs) No information on Elden Ring yet. That sucks. Vampire of the Masquerade still has a 2020 release date. Nothing on that in terms of what month it's going to come out. I think they're probably going to push that back to 2021. That's a really big up, a big title. Some game called New World.
0: Yeah, that's a the Amazon Masqueror
1: MMO online role playing game by Amazon. Comes out in 2021. It looks like some uh, white supremacist colonizing game. That's funny because people space. have
0: said that. <laughs> you believe that shit? It's like, uh, no, it's a fucking fantasy game, you guys. Yeah, it
1: literally has nothing to do with the founding of America or anything. It's just like, it's just their idea of how cool would it be if you had revolution era, like muskets and shit like that facing off against people with battle axes and swords and shields. A ret a- a- does not computate. <laughs> it's like that sound that a computer makes back in the day when computers practically... the modem sound yeah. no,
2: it's, like a... no, it's like one of those old uh, printers with the loud ass motors in them <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it just prints a piece of paper that says "re." Hey, don't shoot guns indoors. It's dangerous. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: All right. Well, I can wrap it up there. Hope you enjoyed the, the podcast. I'll start streaming again at some point, probably on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Anything else? Trump 2020. Yeah. That's just to trigger anybody.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, because nothing
1: else we've talked about is triggering at all. That's my goal in life is to trigger as many people as possible.
0: You know, you, you, know, you, have, you don't really know someone until you've triggered them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ethan Klein used to be a great guy. Triggered. It's ironic <laughs> dude, because he's like the triggered gif, right? He's like the guy that did the triggered meme and now he's triggered as fuck.
0: All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. You'll hear us next time on Electron Gaming. Mostly. Lighter.